was like, I'm gonna put Wario right by right, right bed. Well, be I thought it was a good idea because then Mustard can um, just look at Mario. I mean Wario, and then uh, go to sleep. Like, like Wario will be watching over him. Like, Imagine he's if you directly were... in the eyesight of Mustard's oh, eyes. Oh, Imagine if you were in your room and Wario was just there, like you know, that's real life. <laughs> That's Mustard's life. That, that explains you so You had a dream where Wario was looking at you? No. No, what? No, well, you will now. Why is my arm sore? Because you lifted me up in the air. And threw you me. Made me. We, had, we had such an exciting day. Yeah, today. we did. We did. First, so. Stir threw me up in the air, and I landed in a tree. Then Stir threw me up out of his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> then I ate, I ate batter. <laughs> I mean, I del- ate some delicious cake batter. Then uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mustard's mom yelled at me for eating all her cake batter. Is there cook- was no cake. Is cookie no batter? I don't know. I guess. Google cookie batter, see what comes up. Oh, yeah, there were a few things I wanted to look up for this book. From this book. I, I looked up some things. Yeah. I There's should... some things I wanted to look up, but I don't oh, I look up like things it. while I'm reading, usually. Yeah, I would. I yeah, that's why you eat so fast. Well, yeah. I do look things up sometimes. Not, <laughs> not very often, though. Um, welcome to the Animorphs Book Club podcast. No. What? An Animorphs Book Club podcast. Oh, I'm podcast. so sorry. Welcome to An Animorphs Book Club podcast. Don't type while the podcast is going. It makes I lots of noise. I need to type something. It makes lots of spaghetti. Oh, well. I, I hope, hope you made you... lots of spaghetti. I'm trying, I hope try not to type. made lots of spaghetti. I'm scared. <laughs> you know, it's, glad you it's that. odd that you say that, because I was just thinking of the Garfield show. I mean, Garfield and Friends. I'm really glad we watched that whole thing in, like, one sitting. That was reason. that was pretty good. That was oh, a nice. That was a good night. What's the DVD called? Uh, like behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. Behind the behind the Garfield. Garfield clips. Garfield clips his nails. <laughs> anyway, Garfield no, I, 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 I was I was just thinking of the Garfield uh Garfield and Friends cartoon because uh it's relevant to one of my notes. And okay. which note is that? We'll get, I don't care that we'll it's get not. There when we get there. I don't care. I want to know it right now. Uh, it was about. When Tobias was guys, come on, we can't talk about the book. This is a Garfield note. It's really important. It was about when Tobias was hit in the head, and I was like, I don't think that's a very funny gag, but it was funny when John Arbuckle did it in Garfield and Friends. I don't know what you're talking about, but I did think that gag well, was. We'll bring very that up funny later. Eh? I did think that gag was gag. Was I, oh, did you guys all rate this book in the Discord server on the books channel? Yeah. Yes, we did. Yeah, we did. Oh, don't worry. Mustard, literally, I was the first one to put it. Yeah, but I was the second one, and I knew being actually read the book already, so I assumed she didn't. No, read. I hadn't. No, I had read all but like the last three chapters, and then I read the last three chapters like last an hour ago. I wish I could find the clip where John Arbuckle gets hit in the head, and he's like, "Hello, no, I'm not George Clooney, but I can see how you could make that mistake." <laughs> that is a funny. That's that funny. Is funny well, yeah. What Tobias was saying wasn't funny yeah. yeah wait we didn't introduce the podcast an joke. we are mr b natural i'm better we are mustard i am stir what would uh um it's relevant to the book it's a what? joke it's a joke with the book it's a re- book reference oh was that intentional be natural oh what where i said we are yeah what's the, what would that be a reference to There's oh my gosh it's a good reference guys we're so smart there was marco i said we are and he was like oh no they, yeah it's one person i split personality the the oh, one the person that's who, so, okay, the, the that's person so who didn't have anything to do with doing it. Anyway, this will be explained when we actually get to that part in the book. Yahoo! Welcome to An Animorphs Books on Top Podcast. We we were back on a little recording. We just recorded five days ago. We're recording again. Weehoo! Time to uh, to this time we read Animorphs Book Twenty, 
Discovery. Discovery. Yeah. Nice cover. I keep thinking every time I look at this, I keep thinking he's turning into a beaver. He just turned into a funny snake. We played a funny snake game last night. But oh that's man, not that was a good preparation. Wild snake. Why does it look like a beaver? If you really want to I understand no this idea. book, then you better play Wild Snake. Wild Snake on Super Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, he looks so freaking smug. Yeah, that looks like, oh, looks I can like turn Marco. into a snake and you can't. <laughs> uh, that's good, Marco. I bet, I bet you wish you could turn into a snake. This, I, uh, yeah, I like this cover. It's smooth. It's very it's not smooth. Bad. I don't like the I like the how thing. his shoulder slash arm turns into like the floppy thing on the snake. Oh, the, the, the hood? Yeah. I don't like cold. what it says on the cover. Get ready, there's a brand new animorph. It's that snake. That's not a spoiler. Brand new animorph, fresh that out of the not a spoiler. Fresh out of the factory. Speaking but of spoilers, I, don't, I mean it is a spoiler. Fresh off the shelves. Speaking of spoilers, I got spoiled for something because I was like, I wonder what year this book was made. So I googled what year was this book made, and then it had spoilers. For but this, for this oh book? my god! It's spoiler for Stir. like a few books from now. Okay. You should have asked. Yo, you should. Natural. Yeah, you know we have a big list of when all the books were made to specifically avoid that. Yeah, I was taking. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's pinned in the disco in the uh, info channel. You should. You should DM me what was spoiled. It's and, not pinned, but it's the so newest thing. Oh, okay. Oh, I'll DM I didn't... you. Make sure you DM me. Why do you if... need to know? I don't know. It's in... I'm interested. I was. Well, no, I'll... you shouldn't say anything in response though. I won't. Be more spoiled. I I won't. Yeah, you, you just DM'd me. Uh... I I was I was spoiled before finishing the book series back in like 2012. Wait, you finished the 2012 when you read these? Yep. Why? Because you were reading Cinnamon Bunza or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's mm. why. So I was spoiled for like several times. <laughs> Maybe you should have not done that then. I know I shouldn't have, and that's why I'm not having you guys do that. Okay. All right. Can I do the summary now? Yeah, so we're going to summarize the book quickly so we can be on the same page. It'll take like uh, some time. It'll, like, a few It'll minutes. It'll take like 10 minutes. 10 minutes? Hopefully not that long. <laughs> Hopefully like three minutes. And then we're going to talk about the book. Oh, fun times. Okay, so summary. Marco is at school when he sees a boy holding a blue cube. He instantly recognizes it as the cube from the first book, which gave them all their morphing powers. He tries to ask the boy for it, but the boy is weirded out by him and doesn't give him the cube. He does find out that the boy's name is David and that he's the new kid at school, though. The Animorphs meet up and make a plan to break into David's house to get the cube. While they're meeting, Eric King shows up and tells them that a bunch of world leaders are coming to their town to discuss what to do about the situation in the Middle East. And that one of them is a controller, but they don't know who. The Animorphs go ahead with their plan to seal the cube, but it gets messed up when Marco accidentally closes the window and traps himself in David's house. Before Marco and Rachel can get the cube and escape, David comes in and catches them, and they end up flying away without it. Marco talks to David at school the next day and finds out that David is planning on selling the cube on the internet. He doesn't want the person he's selling the cube to to know his address before he gets there, so he has an email set out on his timer to send about an hour before he gets home from school. The Animorphs decide they have to prevent the email from getting sent because they know Visser 3 is probably the one who is going to buy it. Marco and Axe fly to David's house, but they accidentally set off a burglar alarm while trying to break in. David's dad, who is a police officer, shows, him, shows up, but they morph Spider and Snake to hide from him. Because of this, they can't turn off the computer, so the email with David's address gets sent. Mr. 3 quickly shows up with a bunch of Horpugere and a big fight ensues. At the end of it, David escapes with the Animorphs and the Cube, but both of David's parents are taken in by Visser 3 and turned into controllers. David now has no life to go back to, so the Animorphs decide to make him into an Animorph, despite the fact that he's basically a stranger to them. Meanwhile, the world leaders are about to show up for their meeting, and the Animorphs know they must somehow protect them from getting turned into controllers. 
They go into their bird marks to scope out the hotel the leaders will be staying at, but while up in the sky, they notice the blade ship trying to take in the President of the United States helicopter. They fly into the blade ship and turn into cockroaches to spy, but are attacked by the soldiers on board. They do find out that Visser 3 merely wants to acquire the President of the United States and not turn him into a controller. However, when the blade ship relinquishes the helicopter, the animorphs are accidentally sucked out of the hole. The book ends with a to-be-continued. Yeah, that, that's a first. What, yeah, that is a first. That is a first for this Which series. I personally was very annoyed by when I... When I, I, I was really... I'm, I, I still, I'm annoyed I'm still by annoyed. it now. Like, okay, this... Like, obviously it's to-be-continued. There's like 50 more books. Okay, so like to be continued is no. This is the first time where a book ended on yeah, a cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah, but it's a cliffhanger. Okay, so books ending on cliffhangers, then it doesn't usually annoy me. But like, this book doesn't need to be two books. Yeah, this that's book the thing. Sucks. Very, very little happened in this book. I was surprised. Yeah. By also, how like, it doesn't like say it's like part one of something. Like, this is the only time where like it seems like you would have to read another one. Very random. Now, when I read this book originally, like I had it in physical, I had the physical copy, um, and it. On the back, it says, part one of a trilogy. Oh, it does? Oh, there's big, three parts. In big Be letters. natural. This part one of a I trilogy? I assume there's only two parts. In big letters. Well, it's okay if it gets spoiled by the back of the book. Yeah. That's what you were supposed I, to it, do. I think it made yeah. the book... I okay. mean, I didn't like... I had to deal with it. <laughs> I didn't like it. You know. Okay, so it does... It is clear that it's part trilogy. Wow. Mm. Is that what you meant by the last one being part of an arc? No, I said the these one. I said we're coming up on an arc. Oh, last so book. this is the arc? <laughs> yes. So the departure is on the beginning of an arc. It's about the next book. I wasn't talking about the departure. I was talking about the book after the departure. I was saying, next, we're going to get yeah. to an arc. Okay. Oh, man, that Porsche's ripped. Why is there the point I... in why you brought that up, then? Yeah, it seems like not I thought you were going to gonna say, oh, like, the books book. are going to get more serious from now on. Or, like, they're going to explore oh, some better topics. Or, like, you meant well, something like that. I remember, something more general. I remember this trilogy fondly. Really? Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't assume that based on this book. I don't remember this book fondly. This, this is a. This book is fine. It's just that we came off the departure. Okay. This is no, a mile... it's not. This, this this is a milestone in our book ratings where it was a unanimous vote and none of us liked it. I'm surprised it that you mad. didn't was... feel strongly about no it. No downvotes. Usually you don't like to do mess. No, I don't usually like to do mess, but I I, you, I put you've, never, a... you've never done a downvote though, have you? No, I haven't. I don't. I mean, I was trying to do a thumbs up, and I was like. I don't feel good about this book. I don't look back at this book and think, yeah, I think, sure, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to post the inside cover into this, and this is, this is uh, I believe this is the first official art of a hork bajir. Dino. Oh. Feet. It's just his feet. It's just his feet. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I like the snake. Yeah. That's a really funny looking snake. Snakes are funny. Snakes Our carpet is really that small. That that This house is a lot less messy than I was picturing it to be. There's a lot of space under that bed. Yeah. And no one noticed whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the back covers, they don't... The inside covers don't matter. They're, co- they're cool sometimes. It's just art. Just pretty pictures. Yeah, just like the covers have the morphing in full clothing with his hand in his pocket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so tra- I have no notes until, like, chapter three. Well, um... Moko tries to pick up a girl is the first chapter. I was disappointed because I thought the girl, Tashandra, was going to be the new member. And I was like, yeah, another girl in the Animorphs. Oh. Yeah, I assumed she was going to be the and new member And then I too. was disappointed. Because so you, read, you read the thing on the cover, it's like, oh, new Animorphs? New Animorphs? Oh. First, first word of the book, Tashandra. Her, her name yeah, is Tashandra. It, it does say my name, yeah, Marco. The... 
her name was just Exactly. But you forgot one thing. The first chapter of these books don't matter. <laughs> except for the last book, which is No, they was do good. sometimes. Only the la- only in the no, good no, no, books. No, no, no. Sometimes the first books have like Yeah, only the good books, yeah. You right. Last book the Maybe, first I chapter. I assume this would be did, a good book. Last book, the first chapter did matter, and it was a good book, and we forgot the we first forgot. chapter of these books don't matter. I almost gave this book a uh, hop on pop reaction, which means it's silly. But it's uh, it's not but very it, silly though. It was just not. like it had some. I, it was very I, serious. I like the first half. It was like this is like a bunch of really stupid stuff happening. Yeah. But it's just like none of it was like funny like the other. Yeah. Well, like, book what is it? Book four? No. About book five. No, monsters? no, no. Book fourteen. It's twelve and fourteen. Fourteen and uh, twelve. Yeah. Alligator time. Yeah. I don't remember. Now, I don't those remember those. I didn't enjoy those books. But I enjoyed those. those... Speaking of book 22. I didn't enjoy 14. I gave it a mad, but. Speaking of book 14, what's the book that, or book 20, what's the, what's the book number that we own in, in on paperback? Think, what does it matter? I think it's 23. I, I have 23 and I have 12. 23. Okay. So, um, Marco says, Mar- so like, I forgot how, like, clunky the exposition i okay so like the last book we came back and i was like oh this book was so good and maybe it's just because i haven't read animorphs in a while but this book taught me no this book that last book was really good because now we're right back to all the clunky writing like the the first three chat made the first like honestly like 10 chapters of this book really hard to read like there was just like marco's just expositing all over the place like the andalites are very very advanced i hear they even have a web browser that actually works uh, yeah, and then and then he, and then in like a two paragraphs later, he says, "Visitor three morphed." Yes, that's right. He has the morphing power too, but there is only one Andalite controller. Just one Yurk who has an Andalite host body. Just one who has the Andalite morphing power. Visitor three. It was Visitor three who morphed. I'm like, this is so redundant and yeah, bad. For the first three chapters, I was like, Marco's narration is annoying. He's like, "Now you're worried, right?" Fortunately, we have powers. We can morph. Seriously, like that's what he says. Uh, I don't know if I just am used to him getting narrated by audio morphs guy who gives Moko a really funny voice and it's great and I always love hearing that voice. Maybe th- that being, mi- I thought maybe it's just it was always this bad. And I didn't obnoxious. notice, but it, it's a lot of Moko kept referencing things I didn't recognize. He, kept, like he makes so many references. He makes like in this he makes book. like probably ten different pop culture references, completely different things I've never heard of. Well, I looked them up. Like half of them are from nineteen ninety seven. Like the exact year this book was made. Very yeah. topical. Yeah. So that was like annoying. I I feel like he didn't make quite as many pop culture references before. Usually they were like things that like seems like Moko would like. This it just seemed like random pop culture references. By the way, the funny scene at the beginning doesn't even involve morphing at all. Which funny scene? The where he's he trying to hit on the girl. girl. It's just like awkward middle school talk. He should have hit on her and then morphed into a more attractive person, being like, "Hey, <laughs> well, Marco's the cutest person ever, don't you know?" Oh, oh yeah, he can't right. do that. Yeah, that would go against his morals. That'd be impossible. No, it'd be impossible. It would just be impossible to find someone hotter than him. So we get to chapter three, and chapter three is a meeting in the barn. How unusual! Um, that never happens in these books. Well, come on. I don't know. They could have done something fun with like maybe 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 Marco does see somebody else in school and then like Wait, they have is a little... just after he like finds a cube and he's yeah. like, hey guys, and then he, he tries to look for somebody he doesn't find anybody. So then he just goes to the barn to tell people they're meeting the meeting. Uh, like they could have done something fun with this, I guess. But nope, they just did meeting in the barn. Whatever. 
Who cares? I like how in chapter three, Rachel gives a jab at Marco, and then Marco says, she batted her eyelashes at me to show she was kidding. I love when she does that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, so we got some... Yeah, skipping over important stuff here. There's a lot of... There's a lot of good character moments in this book. I will give it that. I wrote down a lot of quotes that I thought were good. Like, these characters interacting in a way that seems realistic and three-dimensional and like themselves so the good job i guess quick some um good job inserting in some good chapter, writing in here every once in a while the capelgate in the second chapter marco um characterizes rachel thus rachel's idea of dealing with this kid would probably involve dragging him into the nearest closet morphing into her grizzly bear morph and getting the blue box a quick and direct way like wow rachel would kill a child no i didn't think i assumed i assumed she would just intimidate him and then marco's concerned about why david why would she need to drag him in Okay. So he knows, when oh, Rachel's I'm messing with the gorilla, I can't cool. just fight this, I gotta give the cube over. I don't really see how a supply closet is gonna have enough room for both a bear and a boy. I mean bear, not gorilla. Yeah. Uh, gorilla is what you meant to say. Big supply closets, big, big fat, big closet, big supply closet. Like boiler room closet? Yo, I said to the boy in the blue box. I don't know why I said yo. I'm not a yo kind of person. It was all I could think to say. I remember that. Quote. That was another Marco narration that annoyed me. No, I remember that. I don't know if he always well. does that, but um, he was explaining his jokes too. In this, that book. seems relatable. I'm not a yo kind of person. I'm just you know awkward. I just oh, okay, I don't want to hear. Mar- I, I don't want to read Marco say that though. I've said yo when I didn't mean to. I say yo when I mean to. So. Mm. I like when Axe is trying to explain the very interesting science of the Excavil device, which I'm very interested in. And then Marco is like, we do not care, Axe. Uh, that happens a lot. Although, yeah. I, uh... At Cavalgate things, we don't care. I was annoyed at first, but then, then like, he was like, oh... Well, first... Okay, I'll read the full quote. It's called an Excavil device. It has a number of names. Excavil um, was the inventor of morphing technology. I pronounce it a scaffold. Why? <laughs> you know the science you can't be- pronounce anything the same on the science podcast. behind it is quite incredible the device causes a cascading cellular regeneration tied to a z-space and then Marco says we so do not care it can cascade all over z-space for all- oh it can cascade all over z-space for all I care and I thought that was funny you did? yeah okay but, <laughs> uh, so at first I was annoyed and then I was like oh haha silly Marco and then Marco was like yo this is- that's not important what's important is this big really important thing that is important right now I was okay. Then I wasn't mad at all anymore. So that's nice. I'm glad that you told took us through that little journey. But I was a little bit annoyed at Capelgate for not telling us how it works. Capelgate doesn't know. Escafil sounds like a like a cork brand or something. No, I gotta I gotta be with mustard on this one. Escafil is how I pronounced it. I always feel like a scaffold, like scaffolding. That's stupid. The scaffold device. Because scaffolding is an O, but Escafil is an I. In Japanese, isn't the second-last syllable like 90% of the time emphasized? What? Escafil. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? There's no emphasis syllable in Japanese. No, but it's always the second-to-last. It's just tones, It's no. the second-to-last? That's Spanish. I wasn't taught that. Yes, yeah, that's, that's Spanish. That's most languages. In Spanish, it's the second-to-last unless it ends in a vowel. I'm thinking of Latin. I mean, unless that's it ends in a consonant. Latin's that, that way. Yes. I think. Anyway. Uh, so... Chapter four. Uh, I'll say Escafil. <laughs> I'll pause every time in the middle. I have I have a grammar question. With uncertainty. Okay. What the so, book does, doesn't have great. Chapelet doesn't care about grammar usually. Well, Marco says me. I just wonder, will it work or not? And will it work or not is all in quotation marks. And I assumed only will it work should be in quotation I marks. I never noticed that, but I think you're right. 
What? What are you talking about? She's always wondering whether something is right or wrong. Me, I just wonder, quote, will it work, question mark, or not, unquote. That seems, yeah, that's And or not is lowercase, even. No, it's all right. inside the question mark. Uh, that's how it is. Wait, what? Why wouldn't you capitalize the O and R? Oh, wait, wait, it's all in quotation marks? Will it work or not is all in quotation marks. But will it work ends in a question mark. Yeah. Why is the question mark there? Whatever, it doesn't matter. I don't know. It's just weird. Anyway, that's very minor note. I just that's a thing I noticed. It was still on chapter like, three. Very book, good, very good grammar in these books. Typically, this so. book does not does not this book just does not follow the rules. I have some of, other mistakes in this book. Uh, brevity is the like just don't include details that aren't important because it's like Marco's like I took a good long look at Cassie. See, there is this little episode with Cassie. She quit the animorphs because I guess she had problems with some of the stuff we have to do. Like. And then that doesn't come into play at all. Yeah, yeah, because after that he Capital says, but since like, then I'd felt a little shaky around her. Oh, I like that because it, it shows how Marco yeah, but responded the thing to is, the previous book. It the thing is, it's, it would have been good, but it, if it, it doesn't really turn into anything. It's like, like when I, Disney I, tells it's, you it's, a it's gay. No, I, I like it. It's like when in earlier books... When they're like, oh yeah, I'm forced to lie, and the fact that I have to lie really upsets me. It's like an ongoing, overarching right. issue. That Except it never anymore. arches over again. It's going to arch over in later books. This is an ongoing thing. She cried with the Animorphs. Yeah, but you just don't see I it when it's not going to interact with Cassie. It's okay. I like hearing how he feels about it. Yeah, it's just, he just describes I'm saying, yeah, I like it. I like it a lot, but I wish she had done more with it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, to me, it just sounded like Capulco going, hey, remember when I wrote a good book? <laughs> What, what, chap- what, cha- what chapter? I've spent on? like six months on that book so that I could fart out this book in a week. I'm a, I feel like that has to be how these are written. I right? I, I love you, Caplegate. I'm not. I do not want. I do, I mean no disrespect. But you, some I, of the books. This is just how you know. This is this is just how. I mean I. <laughs> Animorphs are the least consistent. I guess okay. None of the books are like bad. No, but half of them feel like most of them feel like they're ghost written already, and we haven't got to the ghost writers yeah. yet. <laughs> Like, how does she accomplish that? Where she'll write a great book, a little bit of sucky book. Because she'll spend more time. I mean, yeah, once a month, man. Why right. does it need to be 64 Animorphs books? Money. It's all about the money. Yo, I'm on the chapter with Moko and Rachel Omnis, so... Which that's, one? That was good. That's Which chapter is chapter that? Four. That's, another, right. that's another good character moment, I said. There's no way that Moko beat Rachel and Omnis so much. There in is? my opinion, no. I, in when Marco's a wimp. Yeah, no. I've I've lost arm wrestling matches to like girls like Rachel. In when I was in yeah, anyone school. who like does like gymnastics, yeah, they're gonna have be. stronger arms than like a she, kid yeah, who she thinks he's tough. Nasty. Okay, yeah, that's true. Well, she also maybe, but she did kick him. Yeah, but yeah. but they they it were like they really were like solves the problem of who's they they were like in the middle like when it was happening. They it wasn't like okay. Marco was not in the in the middle of winning, so they were evenly matched either way. I guess. Okay. Oh, uh, this book actually addresses uh, what they will do in the winter. I mean, a little bit because it's kind of kind of starting to get cold. So um, they have to stri- strip down in the bathroom and then morph and then come out and then do awkward stuff. Oh. Just leads to some hijinks where Jake uh, has to pretend that Marco is his little brother <laughs> while he's half morphed. <laughs> this part was that part was so stupid. Isn't that like I didn't think five it was very funny. It wasn't very funny. It wasn't funny. It was just stupid. That was in this chapter. I asked a rhetorical question. Do chapters like this exist because Kay Applegate couldn't fill a book or because she thinks that these chapters are entertaining? This Which chapters? A, like the one where he pretends that the bird is his little brother. Like it's, how It's entertaining. She's got to keep it kid-friendly. I like that. How does this, like, this doesn't add to the book. Yeah, okay. Be natural. Just because you don't think it's funny doesn't mean a kid wouldn't. My, yeah. my, no, my, you kind of have a... 
I don't think I thought this was funny when I was a kid. My note for this was, lol, chapter 5 is really dumb. Why are these people opening the door and people using the bathroom? Because they're doing drugs. They were in there for like a minute. (laughs) They weren't fully... They got in there, immediately started morphing. And someone knocks on the door like, hey, are you kids doing drugs? No. And they're like, no. Hey, you better open the door. And then they open the door and these people using the bathroom. That seems so unrealistic to me. I I don't know how... Yeah, it did seem unrealistic. That seems like not... I thought they what? were going to. I thought they were going to um, touch on this, but while they're in the bathroom, uh, Jake, uh, Jake and Marco are morphing, and Jake says, "Ew, that's something new." And Marco says, "Oh man, I don't ever need to see that again." Maybe they thought they were doing something weird in there, you know. And, hmm. Ew, the drugs don't usually do that. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. Hey, come, come up, open up. <laughs> Like, I don't think McDonald's managers would care unless they're like controllers, but I don't, clearly they weren't. Yeah. They're just, the, the, what if, side, what are NPCs called in books? <laughs> side characters. The side characters <laughs> in these books are usually pretty bad. Mustard, you were such a gamer. <laughs> no. You never, and, I'm a gamer boy. Like when I said, uh, what canon in real life? <laughs> <laughs> is a fact. Or when you when you were playing a racing game and you said we're on we're on verse three. Wait, what's that called in racing? <laughs> versus verse three. See, I'm not a gamer. I don't know what laps are called. I call them verses now. Anyway, one of the world la- one of the world leaders is a controller, and it's either Britain, France, Russia, Japan, Germany, or USA. I'm still not sure hang which on. one it is. So, uh, hang on. Did I read this right? All these world leaders are well, having... Well, it's not USA, right? Because the, at the end of the book, that they have yeah. to abduct the president. They, yeah. Did I read this one? I don't know why uh, they don't all, also all these... put a Yurk in him. I, I guess because Visa yeah. 3 is just so stupid. Yeah, because Visa 3 is that very... That was never complained. No, it is explained. Visa 3 is stupid. That's, yeah. that's enough. If, I know Visa 3. I hate that's that explanation. Do. Visa 3 was actually starting to look pretty scary again in he this He was. Book. This, that was my main... He was? Yes. I thought he looked pretty dumb showing up at this random kid's house. Okay, he was like, really what, dumb, what but he the things he said were very intimidating in this book. He yeah. just did really stupid stuff. Okay. I, I'll, I, we'll get to that later. But, um, so, the six different uh, world leaders are all having a meeting in this town. In some nowhere town. But, okay, actually, I just now realized. It's probably because one of them is a controller. And maybe he was like, oh, hey, we're doing this little town. No one will notice us. How does he convince... Hey, but he, he knows that all the yurks... That's, that, how does he convince the, five other countries? Hey, this is a really, really good coffee shop. In this well, no, he's, he's like, oh, it's very low down. No one will catch us. So they're like, like, Isn't that the town, town where, like, animals rampage every other week? <laughs> 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 maybe we'll catch something new. But yeah, they mentioned that this town is, like, where the most yurks are. I forget who says that, but it says that's where the most it's the yurks center, are. It's like the center of the uh, invasion. I thought that was interesting. I, I assumed... Maybe I guess, wasn't, I guess that makes sense because that's why Elfengor yeah, was there. Yeah, that makes sense because that's why Elfengor was yeah. there. Okay. Uh, I like the little joke where Marco has this shirt and he's like, Jake, be careful. That was signed by Steve Young. And Jake's like, the name's totally invisible now. And he says, I didn't say it was still signed. I, liked I didn't it. think that was funny. I liked it later when uh, when the manager says, is that your little brother? Why is his sweatshirt so big? And Jake just says, hey, that sweatshirt was signed by Steve Young. <laughs> that seemed reasonable to me, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, but it isn't anymore. Oh, and then he says he, says he has, like, beak onia or something, because he's like, oh, his face looks weird. Uh, I just, that just struck me. That's, this just seems kind of insensitive. He's insensitive. <laughs> My, he has beaker noma. Beaker noma. Oh yeah, like uh, Moko, Moko Master Liar, he, he's like thought speaking to Jake, oh, say I have Beaconia, that'll work, or 
speaking over. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, he has be- <laughs> Oh, and then Marco says, it's especially tragic and all because it only affects really smart, really <laughs> cute people. And then Jake says, shut up. And then the, the people walk away or whatever. That's, not, that's the entirety the of chapter five. would be five. so different if those guys were controllers. Why? Because they would be like, well, that, no, that's a guy in Morph. Well, then they just killed, animals would just kill them or something. Yeah, um, they would just drag him into the bathroom and shut the door. I guess so. They'd they'd say that's not blood, that's just diarrhea from eating Burger King. Don't worry. The series would be so different yeah, if those guys were controllers and pretended not to be, so that they could report back to Visitor Three. Oh yeah, wonder if that. Why do happen. controllers never do the sensible thing? They're always like, "Oh, Andalite, <laughs> shoot it!" They just can't help. Well, it. I think a lot of them don't care that much. A lot, yeah, of, them, a lot of them, a lot of them don't like Visitor Three. Yeah, well, there's like a lot of controllers, so they're probably like. Whoa, I'm the one who saw an Andalite. Whoa, holy holy crap. You know, if they had phones, they would get it out and just take pictures. And there's a lot of fun stuff in this book. Hey, I'm not experiencing zero advice, but I'm not, I'm not a complete idiot. And then Ra- Marco says that, and then Rachel says, no, you're an incomplete idiot. That's not <laughs> That's funny. <a> I <laughs> mean, it's not funny, but it's clever. I like it. What's the last thing you said being actual? No, it's, it's, it's absurd, because what's an incomplete idiot, huh? What is that? Yeah. Someone's building Yeah, come on, idiot. stir it. It's someone funny. Laugh. Someone's, Laugh. Someone's building Laugh. an idiot and they haven't finished yet. Uh, So <laughs> chapter six starts and they're like, yeah, let's just go get the, the blue box back from David. And then they act out a Three Stooges routine yeah. as birds. What happens? <laughs> like Marco can't even fly through a freaking window because he just slams into the wall and somehow closes it on the way in because there's a stick propping up the window. No, what's wrong with that? That's normal. Okay, fine, like, hey, but they were so incompetent at taking this cube out of the you're room. You're so rich that your windows always get fixed. This Escaville yeah. device was sitting on a sh- on like hey, right in front of the window, rich. and they like in front had of the trouble. open window. And they were like, they just spent like an hour, like, oh, I can't grab it; it's too heavy. Tobias oh. was like, I could just swoop in there and grab it, and I was like, oh, so they'll they'll just have Tobias swoop in there and grab it. They were like, like, no, no, no. Our chapters. original plan, our original plan is what we gotta do, guys. Why do we have to have four people involved? Why do, they, why do they even need to be birds, honestly? Yeah. Like, the people aren't home. Just... And also, they, couldn't they have, like, morphed into something well, that has guys, hands and open the window? Guys, David was in the backyard. He was in the pool. Oh, That's okay. true. There's so definitely How hard things. is it to fly in a window? I mean, it's Marco. He's not, like, Tobias. You know what they could have done? They flew in the window. They could have had you know. someone standing outside as a human. They could have had They could have had someone as a bird. And, like, the bird person would just... And there, there could have someone, someone poop in David's pool. Okay. There could have had someone as a little bird who goes in there and just knocks it out the window and it falls on the floor for the person who's a human to just pick it up and walk away. I don't no, know, but they didn't have, have to... been distracting for David though. I I, I don't. I assume it was like he wouldn't see someone on the sidewalk outside. I assume it was like uh, some. Uh, not the next I assume the window was facing the pool, but oh, you know, it might not. Yeah. That's what I assume too. Oh, I guess that's how he saw them. I I pictured it as facing the street. I guess that might be how he saw them, how he decided to come upstairs anyway. I'm not going to criticize their methods too much, because, like, I'm not an animal. That's probably hard to explain all <laughs> yeah. that. I will not criticize Well, okay, fine, first, though. Rachel's like, I'll go in. And then they're like, no, you're too big. And then to- then, then, and then what, uh, Marco goes in, and then he's like, I can't carry the t- cube, I'm too small. I'm like, you guys didn't think of this? <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, how did you not think that maybe the cube is kind of heavy for a bird? <laughs> You need two sparrows to carry the cube, not one. <laughs> two swallows. Two swallows. Didn't they do something like that? Didn't they do that something like that in like book ten, where like one of them carried the other one? Oh, one of them slurped up a snake. Um, like they, they they all like carried axe. <sighs> anyway, 
Right. Then Tobias bumps his head and he starts talking about Clue for no reason because he bumped his head, so now he's incompetent. Yeah. So stupid. <laughs> yeah. Just, Professor Plum did it in the conservatory with a candlestick. Uh, yeah, I then usually like. It's a weird thing for Tobias to be talking about. I then usually bumping your head and. In the woods. I then usually bumping your head and saying nonsense is not funny, but it is funny in the Garfield and Friends cartoon. Garfield and Friends cartoon from the eighties or something, when John Arbuckle gets hit on the head and he says something like, "No, no, Miss, I'm not George Clooney, but I can see how you could make that mistake." That was kind of funny and memorable. Like, I still think about that sometimes. That I wish funny. I could find that clip. There's a lot of clips from that show I wish I could find online. Do not wear tuna fish as a hat. <laughs> I will not wear tuna fish as a hat. There's that, yeah. What a silly show. Was that in, the, was that, in that Garfield cartoon? Also, Tobias says, was it Miss Scarlet with the plum in The Professor? There's Whoa, a- Miss Scarlet? Whoa, that's actually pretty dirty sounding now that I think about it. Yeah, there's that's a- why I put it in the Discord. So there's, right. a, there's an episode, oh, there's an episode of it. Pokemon where Team Rocket hits themselves in the heads and then uh, James says, surrender now or prepare to surrender now or prepare to surrender now. Surrender oh, that's now. pretty good. The departure yeah. was the beginning of when you become obsessed with Team Rocket and bring it up in every episode. What? <laughs> that's why that book was called The Departure. <laughs> What what did I did I mention that in the last episode? No, it's but... Charles' departure because she departed from her ways. Of I'm pretty not sure you brought up Team Rocket in every episode. I feel like I would have Team Rocket Jesse. <laughs> Jesse Team Rocket. I was having a weird She's dream. I was Japan trapped in the Rocket conservatory Jesse. with Professor Plum. So how did everything go? Like immediately after Tobias is just like <laughs> he's just fine again. That's I just thought this book is dumb. With that, see that's why I consider worst giving a half Tobias of any book. Because so much stupid, silly stuff happens in this. But then this book is like so serious too. Is it? Which makes it I not say it's great. Too it's just it's, it's just sci-fi. It's not. It's not like it's serious, just like no. It gets like, it gets serious when they start talking about whether they should bring David into the yeah universe. exactly yeah. But then most of it's just like high stakes, like humanomorph stuff. Yeah, like the yeah. president. I thought the pre- oh the, the, the whole I was like, what is this, is this is humanomorph so elmorph one now? Like I got to chapter twenty and I was like, wait, this book isn't over yet. What the heck? I know. I was like, and then it's chapter- still not over. Then I got like chapter still 20. Not over. Then I got like the second last chapter. I was like, wait, are they just gonna wrap this up in like one chapter? That's stupid. Around chapter twenty, I was like, oh, this ends in a freaking dude. cliffhanger. God damn it. Okay. Yeah, I was very confused at the end of the book. Do you think Marco likes Buffy? Or was that a joke? Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He probably yeah, likes Buffy. He said, the "Oh, I forgot to say Buffy. Oh, missing Buffy." I've never seen anything. Before. I've only. I have only heard people say the name Buffy the Vampire Slayer when referring to a show that someone watches, like in a show or a board. No, I've uh, heard people who like it a lot. I've never actually heard, heard anything. Good about I don't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. I do know stuff about Megadeth. I think it's cool that David named his cat Megadeth. That's a good cat. You're name. like, oh my gosh, David must be a psychopath because he <laughs> named his cat Megadeth and his uh, Cobra Spawn. I know. They keep oh, was, was that, that was that the? I assume they. Just... I don't know if I would trust somebody who names his cat Megadeth. <laughs> oh, I, I assume they were like, what kind of person names a cat? Megadeth, and I assume the the uh, thing you're supposed to assume from that is like, oh, he's cool. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't think they ever flat out said that he's not trustworthy because of it. Then Cassie's like, he has no, bad taste in music, it, and no one it. like defends Megadeth. I'm gonna play some Megadeth. This is. I, I have no idea what Megadeth sounds like. Cassie, I think Cassie is Caplegate's favorite character, so it's likely that Caplegate thinks that Megadeth is bad. What you think so? I've, I I feel like I've definitely read that a few times that Cassie's got Caplegate's favorite. She does seem kind of like a Mary Sue. She's not treated like her favorite character. <laughs> okay, we so, listen to Megadeth. It sounds okay. like a, a Rush ripoff, honestly. What? Of what? Rush. Oh, Rush? Mm, Rush is, does more. Anyway. Yeah, they're like a ripoff of what people think Rush is. 
Hello, me, it's me again. Oh, anyway, I like the way he sung in that song. It is the stilliest song in existence. The song is really silly. What song is that? Uh, Sweating true. Bullets. It's really silly. No, all the time and say, oh, these lyrics are so deep. The song is so good. That's crazy. Pete Agile, why are you playing that? Though? Such a good clip. <laughs> okay, play it. This has nothing to do with the. If if you can work this into the podcast of Animorphs somehow, you yeah, can we just so, we just um, listen to like a minute. You know what's not so like you know, um, Cassie. I mean, uh, this book's not very good, but it would be better if Team Rocket Jesse was in it. Anyway, I mean, some of us might poop our pants at school, get embarrassed, and get over it. But Jesse pooped her way through twenty five <laughs> years of life with one embarrassment <laughs> after the next. That is a lot of poop. <laughs> I don't know the context of this clip. Have you, is this the first time you've seen it? No, I watched it like four times. Hey, five, what video is that times. in? That's amazing. It's in the video, the YouTube video, uh, Jesse's, Team Rocket Jesse's tragic backstory. By? By um, some anime name. Uh, Charu Sharu. Everyone go watch that video. It's, it's, it's really it's weird. Wild. It's yeah. a wild vibe. Oh, I didn't see the whole video. Anyway, Animorphs! We listen to Megadeth. The bouncing bus bruises your butt bones. I like Megadeth songs live. I like I like the Megadeth that I've heard. I get them mixed up with Avenged Sevenfold sometimes. You know, I could say that Marco pooped his pants through this book. <laughs> the the word way, poop was in this book once. Pooped his way, pooped his way through this book. When? It was about horse poop in the barn. It wasn't, rele- it wasn't rele- plot relevant. It was like, oh, oh, there's poop in the barn, by okay. the way. Uh, so this kid, like... Sells his coordinates on AOL, like gives him to visit, like not freaking gamer language. <laughs> so, so this kid gets coordinates. <laughs> coordinates. I haven't lived in real life in a while. There's been a, there's been a pandemic. Can you really blame me? Anyway. So this kid just gives away his coordinates on AOL. At first I thought maybe it was eBay, but no, it's AOL, which... Did, did eBay exist in 1990? I googled yes, it. Yeah. It said it did. Googled that it did. Okay. eBay is really... I found, like, this book at an antique store that was like, how to use eBay, and it was from, like, 1998 or something. I was like, okay. whoa, eBay's old. Okay. Anyway, so he just gives away where he lives so that Visa 3 can come look at his cube. He's a stupid 12-year-old like that. Bye-bye, yeah. bye, that. Those are people that are on AOL, probably. Well, I'd, I'd sell a shiny cube if I saw it, and I was like, oh, people want this? Okay. Well, see, the only reason why he thought it was valuable was because some trained birds came into his house to try to steal it. Yeah. He was like, well, if somebody's going to train birds to steal this thing, it better be valuable. So I, if, something, if someone's going to train birds to steal this thing, I better put it put the fact that I have it online... <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Right. No, there's no way anyone will try and steal it again. You know, basically, I mean, the guy he met on AOL was just in a. That's what's called it. What a nice guy. Is it, is AOL a website or is it like a? I thought it was like a web browser. Yeah. I don't. Let's not. I don't care what AOL is. Continue. We're too young. AOL. We're too young. Chat. Stop it. We're too young. Yeah, AOL. Aim. Aim, I think AIM is a David met Visor 3 in like a they have all these chats furry roleplay chat furry roleplay chat Visor 3 3 was like Visor 3 was like I'm like a deer with a centaur with stock (laughs) eyes and giant tail (laughs) (laughs) David was like oh I like that (laughs) that's unique (laughs) 
In chapter nine. Wait, hang on. I have fun chapter eight notes. Okay, my notes not even. My my notes not even relevant to the book. Okay. Uh, What do you want to do with that? No, do yours. Okay. Chapter eight seems like a chapter one. The beginning of chapter eight seems like a chapter one. Marco was like. The next day was another school day. You know the routine. Get up way too early, shower, dress, stand around waiting for the bus by the usual collection of doors. Then it's the first sight of the school building, followed, in my case at least, by a sinking sensation. Then you spot some cute girl who hasn't called you Beavis yet, and you start thinking, okay, I guess I can stand another day. Um, and I, I like I like the idea that like, like half the girls at Moko school just called him <laughs> Beavis at some point. Because... <laughs> uh, Yes, yeah, I've been watching Beavis and Butthead clips recently, and uh, it's very funny. It's a fun time. <laughs> hey, do you think the bouncing butt bruises your bones was intentional alliteration? Yeah. What? I don't care. Marco says the bouncing butt bruises your the bouncing <laughs> the bouncing butt bruises your bus bones. <laughs> the the bouncing butt bruises your butt bones. Oh, alliteration. Yeah. Anyway, it's not important. So, um, in chapter nine. I don't understand what David's doing, like, or what the Animorphs plan on doing. What do you mean? Oh, wait, never mind. I guess we'll get to that. That get comes later. Okay. David's going to send out an e- The thing is, David's going to send out an email. The Animorphs want to stop the email. That's all it is at this point. Uh, Marco it- references Lieutenant Spickowicz or something. And I was like, there's too many pop culture references in this. Also, there's a point where, like, Marco is really shocked that the, this David kid is not laughing at his unfunny jokes. Like in there, she says he didn't. I said he's like, oh, I said this, and he didn't laugh. And then I said this, and then again, no laugh. It's like Marco, they're not that funny. <laughs> why? Why are you so shocked? Hey, at this? when you're when you're like thirteen, people not laughing at your jokes is really terrible. Especially if you're Marco, the funniest, cutest person ever. Yeah, Marco has just a complex at this point. So then, in chapter nine, Marco like turns into a bird to go get axe to help him hack the computer and everything. Also, Jake says a swear word in class. Oh yeah. He, well, just oh, said, just and then the girl goes bring. And then he goes to the principal's office for it. Oh, what that. Oh, I, I thought it was like I thought this was earlier in the book when when J- Marco said, tells Jake that someone has the box and Jake says oh and then the text just goes bring. No, it says Jake said a word you really shouldn't say in class and he was sent to discuss the matter with the principal. And I was like oh man because Marco swore in the previous book I remember that and then Jake swore in this book so they're getting. Oh, you know, in the next mouths. book Rachel's gonna swear. In the, next like book, in the book after that, Cass, uh, Cassie wouldn't Tobias, swear. Who's it? Tobias is going to swear. Cassie would swear on accident. I think, I think Tobias would swear. I don't think Rachel... Rachel doesn't seem like it's swearing. I feel like Tobias has sworn in the book before. Anyway, Marco just gives us a speech about how great flying is, even though he just flew last night, and this just exists to fill up space, I think. Oh, I didn't Can't believe he just goes to one of the things. Like, It just seems like they just copied copy-pasted one of the things that the Animorphs can talk about, like thermals or something, like how great how great flying is into the book to make it a little, make it up to length. Mm-hmm. Reading this book made me realize how much technology has advanced because, like, they were like, oh, he may have a password on his computer, and it's like, I feel like yeah, that's everyone has a password and all the stuff now. Like, and like, oh, and, and he would not in, have an email password. Once we get into his computer, once we get into the password on his computer, there's no way his email would have a password. Also, um, also, I was like, like they were like, oh yeah, we can just unplug his computer so the email won't send. It's like, whoa, that's right, yeah. Cause, Is that right? I thought yeah. that I thought they were just being stupid. No, no, no that's completely right. You, you would not be able to send an email with a computer off back in the day. Really. Pretty sure, yeah. Because it's like you know, there was no like cloud stuff at all. It was all like on your computer, on your email. It was, Man, wow. Yeah. 
I thought, like, you know, once you already said the computer, once you already said, told the email, like, oh, send at this point. Yeah, it would, it would be in the email server. Well, yeah, no, you can, you can email server. I, I don't think. He pre-scheduled, like, I thought he sent the email to the email server, and then he told them to hold it until. Well, yeah, that's what you would do now. Yeah, but you're saying that, like, it's, a, it's being held in his computer. I think so, yeah. Wow. I, I think they, they wouldn't. Maybe. All right, that was my own. next note. I I'm was, assuming, like, at least. I was confused. I did not know ask, what was going on. Ask my dad. I don't know. It, 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 seems, it seems like that's how it would work. Um, if there's a password, why not just turn off the computer? Like, what? I didn't understand that. But that's that's kind of funny, because... uh. X says that as if like that's how Android computers work. <laughs> wow, I didn't even notice that. That is funny. Yeah? <laughs> and like I like how Android computers are like computers from like two thousand five, like, <laughs> but they're supposedly hundreds of years ahead of humans. I mean, computers change so much faster than like cars and stuff. Yeah, you know, they did say that Android society didn't progress as fast as human society. In the Andalite Chronicles. Oh, yeah, that's true. And Lips did have computers before books, though. But they didn't go past 2005. <laughs> well, did, no, because... then they came up with books and they were like, well, let's just move over to this. Haven't we seen, like, <laughs> computers that are, like, fancy Andalite and that have, like, it's, like, astral projection, but, like, it's a picture instead. Oh, What's that called? Hologram. Mm-hmm. Yo, how how does Axe, like, hack every computer? Just, like... Magic. He's, he's very smart. He's smart. Plot. Plot. Plot reasons. Hey, do you guys think it was silly for them to assume that it was Visit 3 who wanted the cube, or did that check out? Because to me, it seemed like a, a stretch. That it, they seemed were, like, like, it seemed like it seemed it yeah. seemed it made sense given like how this universe functions. I I, I <laughs> Visit 3 always shows up no matter what. Yeah, exactly. I, I Visit 3 has been trawling random internet forums looking for the cube. Yeah, like, I was like <laughs> why would Marco assume that Visit 3 is like looking through this thing online? And, like, <laughs> The Yorks thought that the blue the cube was destroyed. So like your sister three was like, we need to find the cube. I know where to look. Go to the furry roleplay. They didn't know the cube was. <laughs> to the furry roleplay chat. Well, Wait, no, no. They, they did establish that the Yorks are on the internet and that one of the books. He's in the in the one guy's brain, and obviously the guy's brain would have the cube in it, right? Which guy? The Andalite guy. What's his name again? Uh, Zero or something? Oh, but I found in the first book it said that they had no idea how Andalites morphed. That's why they didn't bother checking the ship for the, for the cube. No, they would know that the... that they, Oh. They should have well, just stolen the cube. That was Redcon. No, yeah, in the first book, was it changed later? In later no, because how would they have changed it? I don't know, but it, that's... In the first book, I, I'm pretty sure... They retconned a few things in the first book. I'm pretty sure in the first book, book I was like, oh yeah, they... they, they you just have no idea how the Android morph technology works, so they just oh the well, they don't know how it works. They don't know how to build it themselves. No, yeah, but, but they could have just stolen the cube. Yeah, I, I think they just had, didn't know it was a cube. They're like, oh, they destroyed it. No, well, I feel I like mean, why, was it even mentioned? I feel like it was just sitting there along with everything else, and they didn't notice it. No, why, why would they assume that the morphing technology is on the ship? You know, I guess, I guess that's yeah, true. That's what they'd I mean. be like, okay, they they figure out how to morph at home. Like, and... I I, didn't, I don't remember them ever specifically okay. seeing the cube. I I remember it specifically not seeing it, but I remember. It's saying, like, oh, yeah, they don't know how it works, so they just destroy the ship. I thought so. Okay, they could, like, play around with it. That's what I remember, at least. Why did they destroy the ship? It seems silly to destroy the ship. To get rid of all the evidence. Yeah. Hmm. They could have just put it inside the blade ship, though. In a hologram. This kid's cobras. I mean, part of it was, like, it was a very, like, public, like, we're going to kill you, and then we're going to destroy all your stuff, you know? What? What are you talking about now? Very public? I mean, public for For uh, Trail Fangor. What are you talking about right now? 
the book one where he was like, haha, I'm, I'm gonna destroy your ship and then I'm gonna eat you. you know, oh, okay. Everything he did was for show in, in the book one, pretty much. Okay, that's fair. I don't have any notes on chapter 11 through 13. And chapters, um, like, any, any other notes on chapters 10 through 12? I, All that I remember is just like, oh, things just keep getting worse. Uh oh. This kid, this kid Snake, just stays under his bed. In a shoebox, I guess? Yeah, not in like a cage or anything. Just, just in a cardboard box in under, a cardboard his, under his like, bed. Not like reptiles bed need, specifically need light or anything. Uh, yeah. Quick, I thought it was funny. They were flying, and Marco was like, yo, look for a pool. And then Axe is like, a yerk pool? And he's like, no, a human pool. And Axe says, I've never heard of such a thing. Are they necessary for reproduction? I was like, whoa, dude. <laughs> and then Marco just said an unfunny thing that wasn't funny. Um, I didn't really like the way Axe was characterized in Chapter 9. Like, uh, Marco's like, do you think you can get past the security of the PC? And Axe is like, he, like, starts to laugh and he's like, oh, you are serious. I assumed you were making a joke. I am making an effort to recognize human humor and respond to That seems like Axe to me. That's funny. I like that. It's so stiff and, like, computer-like and, like, ugh. What the fuck Axe like I don't, yeah, I don't like when people are characterized like that. It just doesn't interest me. You just don't like Axe. And later, um... And later, he's like, well, of course I can do it. I know you don't mean to insult me, but really, even asking the question is an insult to any Andalite. I'm like, you stuck up oh, on that, Brad. That, that does, I don't remember that. That does sound dumb. You don't? No. Wait, hang on. I have a bunch of notes on Chapter 10, because a bunch of stupid stuff happens. Yeah. They open they open up the door, and then the alarm goes off, and they're like, oh, shoot. Just roll with it. Let's just walk in, and you add, like, more, knock over a bunch of stuff. It'll be fine. Just go get the cube. And then just, like, don't get it. And, like... Marco's under the bed with the cobra, and it's just chilled in a box. That's stupid. And then for some reason, the snake didn't get caught from acquiring it. And then his dad comes in, and the dad doesn't look under the bed to see the kid under there. And like He's a spy. He, he literally is like, what? I know you're in there. And then he hears something in the closet, and he goes to the closet, and there's nothing in there. He doesn't think to check under the bed then. It was stupid. Yeah. yeah. I, liked- I think at some point, it's like, the snake's name is Spawn, by the way. That's cool. He says, like, he calls the police. David's dad calls the police and says, no, you don't, guys don't need to come here because I'm a police Yeah, because the alarm automatically set off the uh, 911 or whatever. Yeah, so he calls them and he says, you don't need to come here because I can handle it myself. And then Marco says, like, I guess he didn't notice all the stuff that Axe knocked over. But, like, how would you not notice that? Why would you mention him knocking like, over stuff if you're just going to say that the character didn't notice it? Yeah. It's so stupid. Because it was funny. Was supposed to be... Oh my gosh. So anyway, this house gets absolutely trashed, and I kind of like that, I guess. I mean, that's that's kind of cool. No, it's not. It's like an Avengers movie. Like, oh, everything broke or whatever. But, like, I don't know. Things broke kind of gradually. Like, you know, like, things were just getting worse and worse, and it wasn't like they just smashed into a building, and then they smashed mm-hmm. into another building. Oh, I have a morphing note in Chapter 12. Mm-hmm. I could hear a faint... He's morphing into a snake, Marco is. I could hear a faint... As my spine extended out forcing its way down one of my withered legs. And then all at once, the other leg whipped around like a fast-action ivy or something. It whipped around the leg with my spine in it and melted together to form a tail. So, like, his spine, like, went down into his leg. I thought that was really weird. I I don't know if it's just because there wasn't that much morphing in the last book, but, like, the morphing scenes in this book seemed a lot more disturbing. They were, like, uh... Like, earlier in the book when he turned into a bird, the bones in his fingers just shoot out. Yeah, and, like, it it, it described that... That happens twice. I think that was to set up, like, it was like, okay, the people need to know how scary morphing is again, because 
it hasn't been brought up since like the first book to introduce it to the new character, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it would be like, why is this stupid kid so afraid? Both of normal. We've, we've read it so many times. Yeah. Chapter 11, he's like, I'm going to morph a snake. And then chapter 12, he says, here's a news flash about snakes. They don't have arms or legs. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good joke. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if it's a joke. It's, it's just and then, and then, I, I just like how that the first thing he notices oh, oh that's right, they don't have legs. Like, <laughs> man, that's so I have four legs, I have eight legs, I've had two legs, I've never had no legs. Dang. Like that. What, does, what does a dolphin have then? Fins. <laughs> He's been a fish before. That's no legs, Marco. Fins. Yeah, fins are like arms. Whatever. <laughs> kind of like legs. I like when he's morphing into the snake, he just like becomes a snake with a human head. Oh, And he's like, gosh, yeah, so get horrible. a good picture of that. Think about that being you. And then think about how much you want to scream. I was a worm with a head. And I was like, that sounds really funny. <laughs> <laughs> funny snake. <laughs> funny snake. I, I didn't think any of the morphing in this book was disturbing. Like I did. I thought the fly book morphing was disturbing. I thought uh, it was disturbing the second time they brought up the bone fingers. That was a while ago. And I was like, man, they're really focusing on like, these bones shooting out of these fingers. I don't like bone finger bones. I don't like those. Mm-hmm. Um, in chapter 11, Marco says, but how can you trust a kid who don't a snake? And I'm like, that seems like a really tame thing. Yeah. <laughs> I would. just like... Marco and just hates Marco this kid for some reason. This kid owns a snake, and, and he, he named metal? him after Spawn comic book, and he likes Megadeth? Wow, I don't know. But then he's like, oh, he's afraid of Vichy. Okay, I can trust him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why Marco doesn't trust this kid. I mean, he just seems like he's acting like a normal kid would he's like, in this situation. He's like, Rachel's, the good old Rachel, she would just stuff him in a closet and kill him as a bear. Oh no, he named his kid Snake after Spawn? When, when the Dave top... is just really edgy and Marco doesn't like edgy. He's not even, he's not like building bombs in his house, he's just, he has a snake. Marco thinks this kid is Sid from Toy okay, Story. Okay, it is a Cobra though, which like you can't usually get, but his dad got it because he's like a spy or something. Yeah. So I guess okay. that's kind it's of... It's not really the kid's fault. No, it's not. Then Dad Mark, got it. Unless he was like, Dad, can I please have a cobra? I want a really big scary snake so I can scare people with Seems it. like average 13-year-old stuff. And then Marco eats eggs. Oh, yeah, Marco eats eggs. As a rule, you shouldn't <laughs> eat your friends. Okay, oh, then this freaking stupid silly thing happens. There's so much silly stuff in this book. It's not funny, though. That's the issue. Do you guys have any stuff to say about the silly stuff? I just, I, I, yeah. get, I, I would think that the silly stuff is fine and, you know, maybe even enjoyable, except... Marco constantly goes, Now, let me step step back and paint this picture for you. It's me, the snake, thought speaking to a very suspicious guy, pretending to be speaking from a now cocker spaniel-sized half-crater, half-andalite, while getting new information from a bird boy, announcing that some kid had ditched school early. Question, is my life insane? Answer, oh yeah, definitely. Like, this would be enjoyable if you didn't keep stepping back and being like, Guys, isn't this crazy? Whoa. Yeah, so this wasn't... So so the dad comes in... Axe starts demorph. Axe starts morphing into a spider, and then he starts demorphing or something. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Because Moko eats him, him, he gets venom, and so he has to demorph to be unvenom. And then, so then Axe is like half morphing, and he's like a big like spider, half andalite thing. And the dad comes in, and then Moko thought speaks to him, and he's like, "Oh, hello, I'm an alien," like pretending to that he- the voice is coming from the, uh, the spider thing. Mm-hmm. It's just really silly, and but not. And then, in a funny way. and then David, and then and then he tells him that David's skipping school, and he's like, "Oh, yeah, I'm Tobias gonna... sees it outside." And then, and then his dad cares about that. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Part, that's like actually the plot. I've, yeah, I've totally forgot about that. Yeah, Buck was like, "Oh, to... uh, his kid is skipping school right now." By the way, he's like, "Oh, oh no, I better go check on that. Leave this spider monster." 
And I like that as he, he earlier he says, "Hey, stop growing," because that's the demon thing. And then like as he's leaving out, he turns he turns back and he says, "Hey, I said stop that," <laughs> and he just walks away. And I thought I thought I said stop that it was really funny. So my question is why I didn't laugh once at this book, by the way. No laughing. I did. I, I laughed. Oh, wow. I laughed out loud a couple of times. Why the heck did Visitor Three bring Hork Bajir? How did he even like, get them the here? Hork, yeah, wouldn't people see the Hork Bajir come out of the car and go into the house? <laughs> be, like, having a cube is a big deal. I guess he didn't care too much. Is he just a freaking kid? It's his child there. What do you? Okay, why was Visitor Three here at all? You just needed to send like one human controller to show up and scout out the place. He probably could have gotten it without much problem if it weren't for the Animorphs. And if it were for the Animorphs, a non-important human controller might die. As if Visitor Three cares about that. Oh, I just remember. Oh, the dude, the dad had a gun and then Axe cut off his finger. Yeah, just one finger. Just one, one finger. Yeah, Axe is restraining himself. Probably, yeah. One. I mean, he didn't want to. Hurt. He knew this guy wasn't a controller, so but that doesn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. My next two notes of chapter 15 are just visit three lines I liked a lot. Um, I, I just took note of one of the references he made. Because uh, visit three shows up and he says, We heard shots. We thought maybe you could use some help. Vizzo said mockingly. And I was like, Oh, nice. I like that. That's funny. Uh, shots isn't the gun shots that the dad was doing. And then the, the visit three like, like puts his, his knife, what his towel. Tail. His towel. Up to the dad, and he says, Then this human, oh, if you don't give me the cube, then this human will be separated from his head. I understand that's usually fatal in humans. And I thought, man, I miss Phaser 3. This is the coolest he's been in a while. Yeah. Because he's been pretty he's stupid. Been pretty cool. He's either been stupid or absent from the previous book. I just couldn't get and over it. And when he's absent, I'm like, Good, he's gone. So Phaser stupid. But he was kind of cool in this book. I, I couldn't get over how dumb it was that he was here in the first place, though. Because, like, again, just send an unimportant human controller here. Oh, my God. No, the cube is a big deal. He wants it personally, yeah. He doesn't care how many people die to get it. He's really the thing. Yeah, but he's going to bully seeing him in his normal body. And, and he sent Corkbajir running around. So, the, the, the thing is, Visser himself doesn't need it. He can already... Okay. Well, yeah, well, hang on. He, he doesn't he, need he, it. He doesn't want to put someone in the president, but he wants to give other people the ability to morph. He's going to lose his position as Visser 3 if he does that. He's not even going to be the one who gets to morph the president. Yeah. Possibly. He just wants to look at it. He's just going to hold it in his... That's why he was there, to keep it for anybody else from getting the morphing power. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> Maybe the best thing to do would be to give the cube to Visitor 3, because he would just, like, put it in his room and not let anyone else touch it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he'd, he'd just analyze it and be like, I, I hope this one's not a toilet, too, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know that da-da-da-da commercial for Volkswagen? No, I don't, Marco. Stop referencing 90s Anyway, stuff. take that Volkswagen and run it head-to-head into an 18-wheeler going 90 miles an hour. That's human versus grizzly. Okay, you want to see that Volkswagen commercial? No. I, I actually yes. do. I do want to see the commercial. It's, it's, I don't Marco, know it's, stop referencing stuff. This is the da-da-da Volkswagen commercial from 1997. Let me see it. So it's just a normal Volkswagen ad? And he just felt like bringing it up. It has. It doesn't crash in this commercial at all. No. Just thought of. It's just a commercial like kids in 1997 are gonna recognize. It's a cute little car. Okay. This is very topical. Wow. It doesn't seem like that small of a car. It just seems like a normal car. Yeah. You, it is. Said, you know a car? Picture a car running into a semi. That'd be fine. Not a small car. 
Just my next like note is the cool creature that visibly morphs into. Is it cool? Is that the one that looks like Draga from Tower of Draga? No, it's one that. No, it's a new game. one. It's a new one. New, new morph drop. No, no, that's the one that we saw in that puzzle, right? No, but he's twin no. that one before. No, 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 he? that's the from the one from the first book. Okay. Yeah, it is. That's yes. not what that looks like. So this new thing. It was this is not the big EDPD. No, not EDPD. No, the one he morphs in the in the York pool in the first book. Okay, calm down. It was as purple as Barney the dinosaur, but it was not cute. And it didn't look like an animal that was saying, I love you, you love me. The purple monster... I'm not reading all this garbage. The purple monster did uh, not have a happy family. It haunched beneath the ceiling, had massive shoulders, uh, stood two widely separated feet, each as thick as four... Oh, each with four thick toes, as big around as Mucko's thighs. Is is Barney cute? No, he's not. The last time I watched Barney, I thought it was kind of creepy. His face was in the center of his upper body, so it could turn and look behind itself, only straight forward. What the heck does that mean? I don't know. I I, I had no concept of what this thing looked Too, like. Oh, I had me neither. Absolutely no idea. Two big eyes blinked from where the guy's chest would be. Weird, yeah? Oh, definitely weird. Stop it, Marco. Stop being like, oh, this is weird, you guys. Hold on, guys, guys. Uh... A, red-rimmed, a red-rimmed gash across the creature's belly. It was his mouth. Serrated teeth and tongue that lolled out almost like my own snake tongue. And then it grew four arms, two on each side. They started off smooth and muscular at the shoulder, but they became increasingly wrinkly as they went down toward the place where the hands should be. And instead of hands, there were bony, deep red points. They looked like really shocked. <laughs> they looked like, I don't know, really sharp traffic cones. You know those things they put on the highway to divert traffic? Nets? That's what they looked like. <laughs> First it's medicines, which are meds, and now Marco is freaking assuming that we don't know what traffic cones Here's are. Here's the thing, if I read this as a kid, I'd be like, yeah, traffic cones, then he says it diverts traffic. I was like, wait, is it, I don't know what divert means, is it something else I don't know? <laughs> like, that would just confuse me more. Aww. Everyone knows what traffic cones are. Poor little mustard. <laughs> I don't know what, I didn't know what divert meant as a kid. I don't, I don't even know what traffic cones do. I just I know what they are. Everyone knows what traffic cones are. You run them over in video games where you drive in cities. Yeah. So that, that just made it more confusing to me. So, like, most of this book is just in David's house. Like, just wrecking stuff in David's yeah, house. Yeah, they come back, like, two times. Oh, were we going to talk more about the split personality? I was What's the split personality? No, it's not Marco very makes notable. a stupid joke where he says, like, oh... Where he says I and then he says we earlier. And- oh, like, yeah, yeah, we should touch on that, I guess. Well, how do you, I don't even remember. Oh, yeah, because he's pretending to be the alien. And he's like, I come in peace. And he says, we come in peace. And the guy's like, wait a minute, you said I, then you said we. And he's like, oh, uh, hey, your kid's coming home. He shouldn't be. He said, uh, I'm well, Earthling. I said, there's just one of me. But I suffer from a sort of space mental illness. Split personality. Hey, it's a long, long trip from Planet Xenon 5. I had to have someone to talk to. It's only in space. And that is seriously uh, delegitimizing people who actually have dissociative identity disorder, but whatever. Yeah, because you develop it when you go from Xenon 5. You develop it when you sit in a spaceship for a long time alone, I guess. When you get bored, you're just like, oh, I'll just develop this. Time to have dissociative identity disorder. It's not like that happens because of traumatic incidents or anything, no. My next one is about the physically being really, really stupid. So, um, it's plot. If you guys have previous notes, which one? Which chapter plot? sixteen? Sixteen. Snake, snake time. I just have physically kidnaps a snake, and I'm like, man, that's yeah. poor snake. Yeah, I guess. But, but he's gonna like, torture that snake. He's like, oh, I like demorph. I know you need more dogs. And these are all your snake. I'm gonna be mean to you because you're a snake and light. I'm surprised that you of all people felt empathy for the snake. 
Why? I like snakes. They're yeah, funny. Cool. <laughs> what do you, uh, you, you know who doesn't have Because he doesn't care snakes. about animals, like, generally. You know who, they're dead. You know who doesn't have empathy for snakes? Caplegate, because she she uh, says a snake is like a cold, emotionless oh, yeah. creature. And then Marco gets shot as a snake, and he says he didn't even feel pain. What what I don't heck? get that. Snakes don't feel physical pain, either. You, think, you really think so? I mean... I mean, that, if your blood's cold, maybe. Doesn't, doesn't she, like, call Tobias like a cold creature, too, though? I think it's yeah, like but that's just how he looks, there. not how he feels, really. Okay. Do snakes feel pain? This is a distur- This is a concerning Google search. Anyway, so... Visor 3, he picks up the snake, thinking it's Andalite, and he just leaves the box there, like, oh, I got an Andalite, see you guys, and leaves. And then the animal has the cube. Stupid! No, the cube was in David's backpack. Yeah, but didn't he tell Visor 3 it was in his backpack? Yeah, he did. So Visor 3 knew where the cube was. He was like, he I, got, I got an Andalite, <laughs> screw you guys, I'm happy. He had a snake. <laughs> He just he just remembered that he doesn't want anyone else to morph, so he's like, eh, never mind. <laughs> that seems reasonable. I'll take it. So is, is Peter a reputable source? No. Okay, so I won't Absolutely look at Peter. Absolutely not. Wait, Wait what did Peter, Peter believe in killing reptiles? Peter said that even when their heads cut off, they can still feel pain and fear. So um. Hold on. Here's something from the National Institute. I don't of care. Health. I'm not planning on torturing uh, I any snakes. Either. I want no, to read this. I, okay. I asked the question. The ability for, of reptiles to feel pain and the significance of pain or no exception on physiologic homeostasis is an exceedingly complex question requiring integration of both psychologic and behavioral evidence. That's until further information is available, it would seem most ethical to veterinarians to assume that reptiles are capable of feeling pain and to treat or manage pain when there is reasonable evidence that pain is present. Well, yeah, I don't understand how an animal would not feel pain, because, like, an animal at least as complex as a reptile would not feel pain. That doesn't make any sense to me. Whatever, visit he's not going to torture the snake, it's fine. <laughs> he's just taking it home and he's just going to say... He's going to realize... hates all reptiles for no reason. He's going to realize he's done... I didn't, I didn't get that. I, I didn't get the, the idea that Cavalcade hates reptiles or hates the kids. She does hate alligators, Whatever. according to, like, book 12. She's like, alligators are ultimate, totally unfeeling creatures. I don't see that as a negative thing, I guess. I think you'll be unfeeling and still be really cool. I think it's like, good... I mean, yeah, you can tell why Caplegate has more empathy for a creature, though. Like, again, with the ant thing. And skunks. Well, that's just how ants are. And skunks. They're like, oh, skunks cuddling their babies. Oh, skunks are actually so nice. And, you know. She just likes mammals. She doesn't say mammals. You know, so you know a crocodile can be a good mother, too, huh? I'm not I'm not taking this as Caplegate. I'm like, oh, yeah, the animal is so scared of crocodiles because they're big and scary. They can eat children, and they like skunks. I guess I, I don't... I don't so, paste Caplegate on this as much. So in chapter 17, um, after everything dies down, I guess, the Animorphs some- Okay, so like, this house has just basically exploded. Yeah. Like, there's been so much noise, there's no way there's not a bunch of people, like, assembled outside looking at the house. And the Animorphs, as humans, are able to take this unconscious child to an alley without anybody stopping them? Well, I assume Visit 3, like, left, and, like, he was like, hey, troops, come on, we got the snake. But, like, there were no police? human beings, regular, There were no, like, people in the neighborhood who were like, wait, what are you doing? They're all controllers. (laughs) They abducted... They... They... they, In preparation for this, he infested the entire neighborhood, except for David's family. (laughs) 
so um they decide to make David an anamorph. They have a nice argument. Oh wait, wait, that's yeah. The, there was a good characterization in that chapter. I think just them arguing about whether they make him an, an, an anamorph or not. They get even though I knew he was going to be an anamorph because the stupid spoiler on the cover. Get ready. Thinking about like uh, how they build an army of like a thousand animorphs, that seemed kind of cool. But they're like, uh, "What are we gonna do? Run an ad in the newspaper? Help, help on a danger, nightmares, big time creepiness, no pay. Uh, call one eight hundred animorph." Yeah, and then they're like, "Wait, but will people respond?" Like Rachel, we don't want <laughs> yeah. that. We don't want. We we just start off with this kid instead. Rachel looked at me. If you're in a war, you want more troops rather than less, right? Makes sense. Besides, we could be a little less cautious this way. With just six of us, we have to be careful. Oh, yes, I can already see what you're going to say about this. You're going to say she should have said rather than fewer troops. No! I'm going to say, wow, Rachel's strategy is to literally care about their lives less because she just loves war. Like, Rachel just really wants to, like, be allowed to die and get murdered and stuff. Yeah. And then Axe is like, we are not an army, we are a gorilla, whatever. I don't know, I think it'd be kind of cool if they made a bunch of animorphs and then, like, had, like, a big thing. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't do that, though, because this book's... This book has, like, weird... Like, this book's universe is weird, how just everything happens in this little town with Visitor 3. Wait, don't they plan on doing that, though? I assume they still plan on doing that. Maybe. They probably won't do it. I don't know. I have a feeling they won't do it. I have a feeling, like, something really bad is going to happen to David and get rid of him. Or something. I mean, no. Oh, yeah, said, everybody make predictions. We're making all these predictions, but we're only one third through the series, so there's a lot of stuff no, maybe that's happening. Oh, I mean, make predictions about, like, the trilogy. We're, our, we're only one third through the trilogy, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fact that you said Uck makes me feel like maybe David dies or something. Yeah, I have a feeling David's like, yeah, gonna like, die. Oh, David needs to do and they're dies. gonna be like, we can't have new Animorphs now. And, like, I feel like. And it's gonna be because he was like too reckless or something. The elements are gonna say no. This makes the this, the book won't the series won't be long enough if you do this. <laughs> no, now there's six animals. The male to female ratio is all off. Now there's gonna be we have to have six books in the in the in the cycle and that's not gonna work. We haven't seen any female endlights yet. Yeah, I was like, so disappointed that David that the new anamorph is just another white boy. Why do you have two white boys? Okay, I was curious, like, what he looks like, because I could not remember. Yeah, he had blonde hair and, like, brown eyes, right? Oh, I don't remember remember any of his features. He explicitly said he was white. When I read features of a character before they're important, I ignore them pretty much. Yeah. Well, maybe you shouldn't do that. I, I don't try to. It just always happens. Yeah, well, like, he's wait. colorblind. I that, that's, why, that's, why, that's why I just have so much trouble remembering uh, the stuff like that. Why doesn't Marco like David? Because... Um, They're just different. He hates, he hates Megadeth. But they seem similar. It seems like David is like acting how a normal person would. I know. Would. He's being he's suspicious of them. He's like, why do you guys think you're so mighty and strong just because you saved me? Like, I guess I'll have to act myself. I'll have to say it's because of stress, I guess. Because that's the only thing that makes sense is just because it's a very stressful situation. It's because he doesn't laugh at Marco's jokes. <laughs> that's probably the main reason. Also, uh... Hang on, is this... They turn the birds later, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's more characterization that makes it make a little bit more sense, I think. I thought this part where they all debated it, it had good character moments for them. They Like, everybody seemed cool. I didn't like job. it that much. Why don't they just, like, take him for now and then, like, not take him on the really important mission about presidents because he's a newbie? Because they can't... They don't know, like, where they're going to leave him. Cassie's born. Yeah. 
Like, yes. Cassie's an barn, but just because like, he's an animal doesn't mean he has to go on all those super dangerous missions and now we can like but like Cassie's parents go out to the barn what's he supposed to do just run out run say outside? hey I have this boy here leave him here for he's spending the night in the barn not like oh can you stay at our house also I'm gonna be gone yeah <laughs> otherwise <laughs> it'd be no suspicious reason. a boy in her house oh um, yeah visit three knows his face which I guess is a problem what if, like, visitor, like, a controller sees the animals hanging out with this kid all the time? They're like, oh, hey, I know that kid. That kid, he knows too well, much. Well, he's not he going to go to animals. school. They're never going to let anybody see him again, basically. Is that true? Yeah, he's not going to school. That sounds really he's not hard going to, to school, do. But the animals go to school. He said that. He said, David, you can't go to school. He said what? that. What? knows what David looks like, though. That's why. He doesn't know what the other kids look like. You have no home and you can't go back to school. What the heck? Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. He has no home. Because <clears throat> if he goes to school, they'll find him. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I was assuming, like, oh, I guess maybe they'll just forget what he looks like because it's not a huge deal, but like, whatever. <laughs> wow, that's dark. He's going to have to be, like, living in their houses secretly or something. Marco, like, very, like, bluntly and, like, scarily describes what becoming controllers like and yeah. I was like Marco why are you just scaring them and I was like oh it's because his mom's controller okay. yeah I like, I like that part nice. yeah that was nice characterization oh you didn't get that really I didn't get it at first yeah. I was like Marco why are you being so scary oh my gosh Marco stop you're gonna scare him like, oh, okay he's that's right he has tr- mom trauma so mom trauma. that's okay mama. then it's a cool moment I guess yes, mama man I muttered every- explaining everything was going to be hard and I wrote it shouldn't be because you explained everything to me like five different times in this book it's showing Seems why why training is so necessary because this, this is how Cablegate thinks people respond to the books. They'll be this confused when they're explaining who Visitor Three is. The kids like, "What's a Kisser Three? I like Kisser Three. That's so funny. It's mm-hmm. funny because it rhymes. No, it's like Visitor Three, but he just kisses you instead of killing you. Instead of visiting you. Oh, some <laughs> lore. When Axe's tail appeared, morphing into the tail. <laughs> A slight slurping sound was made. What, really? Oh, I didn't notice that. There was a slight was it, slurping would, sound. As would you say it was like a million kids slurping milkshakes when the milkshake is almost out of the cup? <laughs> it's page 44. Was that turning My into My mom really rice? hates that noise. Yeah, turning into Oh, that popped when his eyes came out of the stalks. Wow. That's funny. Yeah, this, this, this book also kept... It brought up, like, the sound effects that Morphing makes, which hasn't... I don't think it's been brought up for, like, a long time. That, like... The bones moving around makes a noise. Yeah, the noises seemed pretty bad in this one. Like, like Marco could feel, mm-hmm. could hear the noises of his teeth coming out. Yeah, and like the noises of like his organs sloshing around inside him as they melted. I think the first like couple books had stuff like that, and she just hasn't done it like at all since then. Yeah. So I like chapter nineteen a lot, where um, David wants to call his parents, and I like how Marco handles that. Yeah. Oh yeah, Marco. Oh yeah, Marco's really cool in that chapter. Yeah, he was cool in that chapter. Describe what happened. So Mark, uh, David wakes up and tries to call his parents, and Marco's like, "No, you can't do that from my phone." So they go to a payphone, and Marco like, it's it's just well written the way Marco like says to David like, "Okay, listen, here's what you're gonna hear, and you here's what you can't here's what you're gonna say," and he's like, and he talks about how he's gonna be like, he's ready to hang the phone up on him. Yeah, he has his hand like on the clicky thing. Yeah, the phone. If he's if if he starts to say anything, and David's like, so what's all that? What was all that stuff earlier? And his dad's like, it was just a trick, haha. And uh, 
he and then he says, "Dad, I saw that guy morph. That was real." And then that's when Marco hangs up and makes them leave. And well, no, isn't it when when he's like, "Oh, by the way, I'm like he's about to say something." So he says, "I'm okay. I'm." And then click. Oh, I thought I thought the reason he did was because. No, yeah, no. he he was like that's enough. He was like yeah. about he was like, it seemed like he was about to say what he was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, they. I like I like they, I like Marco being yeah cold. Yeah, I like that. It's it seemed mm-hmm. necessary, and then they and then I but he didn't seem to like he was being too mean to David here, unlike no. other parts of the book. Oh, they're they're by Seven Eleven. I didn't notice that. And they went. That was and a good chapter. Hit. I had like no. I had like one note about that chapter. It was really stupid, but I, that was a great chapter. I like the part where the, they they watch the they watch the controllers show up, and I like that they say they mention that there are no hork butcher this time, not out in the out not not out in the open, unlike last time when there were hork butcher out in the open mm-hmm. in the daylight in the house. I, I like I really I like I like you know Marco convincing the kid that everything's real. That was a cool. That was cool. And then David's dad as a controller shoots Jake in the butt. What what? Oh yeah yeah okay so I the, the, the my only note for this chapter. Uh, David's father turned, drew his gun, and aimed for Jake's retreating butt. He's a piece oh. of rhino. Oh. And I read that as Jake's threatening butt. Like, <clears throat> even looking at it now, I read it as Jake's threatening butt. <laughs> um, and I thought that was really funny. That's really the name of this episode. Jake's threatening butt. I'm down with that. <laughs> that's my only note for chapter 19. Even though that was a great chapter, that's my only note for some reason. I turned no notes on chapter 19. I had nothing to say. Because a lot of the chapters kind of just rhyme together. Like, there's, like, Wrecking David's House chapter, Wrecking David's House chapter part two. I mean, Wrecking David's House... Series of chapters, Wrecking David's House series of chapters, part two. They are all they are all they all ran together in the, in that part of the book. Oh, uh, at one point someone throws a cube axe and he tries to catch it with his hands but fails, and then he like flatten he like turns and whips his tail around like has the he doesn't the tail turn blade. he just whips his tail around. <laughs> Back on the turning thing. <laughs> turning turning around to swim people's the tail blade. Anyway, he he turns his blade flat to catch the block with his tail. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. pretty. Cool. I thought that's cool that you know they could catch something with his blade. Yeah, it's like it's like when you catch stuff with with a knife, you know. It's pretty epic. Oh yeah, when you catch something with a knife, yeah. No, haven't you like I like, do it all the time? No, like like when you cut a cake and you pick it up with the knife. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't catch it though. <laughs> so don't catch a cake, cake going you through the air. Don't throw a cake at me. I'm like, oh, let me catch it with my little knife here. <laughs> no, I get the plate. <laughs> okay, it's like we go to those. Also, uh, this is a really sharp blade on the tail too. That's that's mainly as far as like, oh, I can catch stuff with that sharp. Blade. No, I think it's more like he knocked it back up into his hands. No, no, it says it, he. It landed on his blade. Uh, but wouldn't it have bounced it off? Says, it says he caught it on the blade. Is what it says. It's I mean, not you can, It's like catching a water balloon. You gotta like figure out how to do it. It's not bouncy. So that makes me believe that the, the blade is flatter than. Okay, it's not bouncy, but like even if you have a plastic cube, it's gonna bounce a little bit. Yeah, but not if you like. I'm sorry. He, he, he like he like swung perfect. it like with perfect momentum. Like, zoop, he's, and then, like, he's really cool. But the, so is the blade curved around to keep it from bouncing off? No, it's flat. You can flatten it, and you wouldn't. Like he was I just feel like, he, like the momentum would just push it off. Okay, somewhere. it was being thrown just at him from a very short distance. I don't think it would bounce. It didn't have very much momentum. I I, I just can't imagine it just landing right on his blade. To where the hands are great hand motions. He did like like spring exactly. like. It's like when you catch something. Yeah. Yeah, when you catch something, you have fingers oh that wrap God. around. Now when I catch stuff, I'm really bad at catching. I just go like. Eh. Yeah, half the time you, it falls <laughs> off of your hand and hits the ground. Fun lore, I'm so bad at, anytime someone throws something at me, I just like extend my hand out and try to grab it in midair with one hand. It usually bounces off. I, I could catch a cube with a jewel case. 
With the CDKs? Yeah. Yeah, let's test it. If it landed this. perfectly on yeah, let's see. Uh, I'll, no. get, I'll get this throw, case. Throw a cube at me. This oh, is cube. I got this, uh, this box here, man. Uh, and he doesn't you got a dice cube it. right there. Yeah, grab this. What do you... No, okay, show that one. So I have this. Oh, it's like full of stuff. Oh, this dice cube. Here we go. Okay, here we go. So we'll pretend you're... That one's fuzzy, though. That one's fuzzy. So I have a Rubik's cube. That Rubik's would break it. I was going to use this box here. Wouldn't that that's, break the CV? That's, everything's going to fall out of that box, though. I was going to use this box right here. You don't have a Rubik's cube? I don't want my that'll break the Rubik's cube. I don't want that. No, it won't. Rubik's cubes have I've broken them before, so I guess I'm okay. Here you we go. To, no, I don't know how to throw. We've discussed this. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> X can do it, guys. <laughs> now let's have stir. Uh, bat the thing attach, with his hand, attach. and then and then oh, yeah, reach yeah. down with the thing, and then see okay. if you can. Is this a good box? Do you think it's an empty box? It's small good. box. Okay. I feel like it's the normal cube is heavier, but that's probably like well, yeah, against my tail blade is a lot stronger. Okay, we should have, have you doing this just you can't catch stuff with your hands. It makes sense. Well, yeah, but I can't stop. But you're using your hand to, to be the okay. tail. Though. Okay, throw it. <laughs> I'm, I, that was okay. close. We should attach the. Years of practice, you could do it. I bet. We should. We can. Att- we should attach the case to his butt and make him whip it around. I, th- I think. I think I've learned enough from this. Seems fine. <laughs> what great part? Then ask. Then X took his tail blade out of his pocket and. Just use your hands. Just, no, you don't. Stuart, you're forgetting that his tail is very agile. More agile. Then follow you with just your hands. So you shouldn't set it out on the table. Well, and then two hands it. to try to catch it. No, you don't need two hands to try to catch it. Pretend you're using one hand. I'll use it back in my hand. Yeah. <laughs> how heavy is this cube? It doesn't say how heavy it is. It's too heavy hey, for a bird. Back in here. Yeah, look look up how much that kind. Of, be natural. Look up how much that kind of bird can carry. Mm. Since you're the one who knows that more than one bird exists. Yeah, I don't even know what kind of bird. It's like a golden eagle. Is it a bald eagle? Osprey. Oh, that means that the other kid. Wait, well, it's not important. <coughs> Marco's going to try to carry it. An osprey can lift. The lift capacity of an osprey, according to Quora, is about a third of its weight. How much, How much does an osprey weigh? So, for an osprey that weighs a little over a pound or half a kilogram. Is that how heavy they are? How much does it. That's really light. Birds do have hollow bones, I think. Three pounds. So, it, it, this thing is at least a pound. Something I thought was a nice touch was when they're listing off all of the um, things they can morph. Uh, they each of them morph um, once things that they appeared on on the cover um, in chapter eighteen. So Cassie says a dolphin, a skunk, a wolf. Uh, Rachel oh. says an elephant or a grizzly bear. Um, Marco says a gorilla or a shark. Jake says a tiger, a fly, a cockroach. They haven't morphed a skunk on the cover. Oh well, Cassie. Well, she's she loves skunks she so book. much. That was really that was important. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I didn't know that. Same with the that. grizzly bear, actually. No, no. Marichal morphed the grizzly bear in book seven. No, on the front. Yes, of the she cover. did. Yeah, on oh. the cover. How do you know all the covers? I remember. I've known them. these books for ten years. Yeah, I remember the covers for the most part. So anyway, uh, David gets a is a golden eagle. And Tobias is like, I don't like golden eagles. And then he describes how epic they are because he's like, they can carry deer. You should, you don't want to be an eagle. They can carry deer. And then David reasonably is like, that sounds pretty good. And then they're all, and then Marco's like, you, you're a bad gay guy. 
Also... It was more that, like, Jake told him which one he was gonna morph, but then he was like, no, I don't want to. Yeah. And I can yeah. just say Jake. Well... Listen, the guy's under a lot of stress. I'm like, just be easy on... Just go go really easy on him, okay? Like, when you want somebody to join your group of your things, like, you just gotta be, like, really... I think you just gotta be really, like... I don't see why he couldn't have just gotten both of the things. <laughs> no, that's, oh, that's impossible. You well, can't why have... they, if that little bird was so great, then why didn't they just all morph it? You can't have multiple birds. Stop you can't it. Have multiple they, birds they should have morphs. said, hey, by the way, this is like a good beginner bird, by the way. Like, you should use this bird. Like, I feel like if they said that, he'd be like, oh, okay, it's a good beginner bird. Okay, you sure. You can use both. Uh, but then said, they're just like, oh, you really should do this. He was like, are you telling me what to do? He's like, no. He's like, okay, well, if you're not telling me what to do, I'll do this one, which seemed like a reasonable response to that. Oh, also, Tobias is a bird. Guys, yeah, he is. Cassie has this eagle and she's releasing it because it's fixed or whatever. And Tobias is like, "What? You are not releasing that new my territory." And I like, I like Tobias being a bird. I love when Tobias says bird things. Yeah, but I love birds say that to me all the time. <laughs> Whisper sweet bird things into my ear. Um. So once David morphs the eagle, he tries to attack Tobias, and Tobias is like, "See what I mean?" Yeah. At this point, the book, I was just like, why is this book still going on? This <laughs> yeah. book should have ended, and it still didn't end. I can't believe it. This book is still going on right yeah, we're, now. Yeah, we're gonna, yeah. It was kind of forced. Just, they were like, that they that they started the next part of the book at this point. Oh, wait, we didn't even get to them being on the ship yet. Let's go there right now. There uh, we are. Quick, when the, the flying is eagles... And then, and then David's like, oh, wow, this is so fun. And Marco's like, oh, wait, I noticed his tone was different. He was more excited. And then David, like, went down and swooped and, like, killed a crow. And he was like, oh, sorry, guys, my bird band took over. And then Marco was like, no, he was lying. He killed that bird in cold blood. Jeez. I could tell he was lying. Like, come on. Be, be, you got to be more charitable than that. What, did you, no, did, do you think I he was think lying? I think I'm Marco on this. Maybe I didn't... it's just because I'm sad that David's a white boy and that I think <laughs> we should just get rid of him. But, like, you know, I think Marco is being honest when he says that he thinks that David is, is. lying. He I think is. he's being honest, but I've had that. I'm like, I didn't assume he was lying, but I'm really gullible. So. Yeah, me too. I mean, I, I kind of I kind of assume the best in people, I guess. But, like, and it makes sense that Marco wouldn't be doing that, but it's just kind of annoying, I guess. But, like, and oh, but it's just the fact that he's, like, come on, this kid's, like, never going to go to school again. He's never going to go home again. Like, so what if he wants to take it out on a crow, honestly, like, as a bird? Yeah. I mean, it's just... It's whatever. He probably like, kills birds and feeds them to a snake at home. <laughs> I mean, you have to if you have a carnivorous animal. You don't have to kill the bird yourself. Oh, natural. that's, that's, that's not, it's not, that doesn't make it morally better if you don't kill them yourself. They still die. Okay, but the thing is, he's but like it's, being it's brutal. It's a sadistic and he's quality. Like, yeah. He's like, yeah, it's a sadistic he's quality. He's Sid from Toy Story. Wait, Sid? What's it mean, kid? Ed? Sid. John, no, it's Sid. It Tommy, is Sid. Scott. Guys, he's Ed from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Uh... So, because at first I thought, oh, when David Vane took over, Eagle Vane, his, his thought speak was in a different tone. He was more excited. That's interesting lore. Oh, wait, never mind. I guess he was lying. Okay. And you then Mar more. Marco, like, says it, like, he says he killed that crow deliberately in cold blood for absolutely no reason. Like, they're setting, like, he's, like, trying to make the argument that David's, like, one of those future ser serial killers who kills animals as a child. I'm just not about um, that. Marco likes uh, how David is, like, oh, strong and wants to push back, but not that, that he... Is, wants to push back. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, I will say, when I was a kid, I was very angry at David for killing the crow. Extremely. <laughs> I, I was like, her. oh, get rid of him right now. I mean, he didn't even eat it. And I ate meat then. Like, what a stupid 
I mean, well, okay, my philosophy was if you eat it, then it's fine. But if you don't eat it, then it's awful, the worst thing ever. He didn't eat it. Yeah, he didn't eat it. If he'd eaten it, I would have been like, oh, okay. So they see a blade ship. Hokkaido warriors wear red uniforms aboard the blade ship. I didn't know that. It's probably mentioned before. That was mentioned before. I'm sure it was. I didn't know it. I, I don't remember that. Also, okay. Marco just. Visser 3's uniform. Visser uh, 3 soldiers wear red uniforms and Visser 1 soldiers wear gold uniforms. Remember? I, no. no I you don't don't, we don't even remember now that he said that? No. Really? No. There's the whole, like, oh, these ones look like yellowy and these ones are red. I don't remember the specific differences. I just oh. remember that, was that from they knew the, somehow. Visser 1 book. Yeah. Uh, Marco just knows the length of different airplanes, where he's like, oh yes, this was like a 577 airplane next to a 727 Boeing. He assumes we don't know what traffic cones are, but he assumes that we do know what these two (laughs) random planes look like. Also, when they're under the helicopter, Now, now, Marco had to Google what traffic cones looked like in order to research for this book. Also, they're under a helicopter, and he says, from below, it looked sort of like a dark green boat as seen from underwater. Like what? Such a cool description. But he assumes we've like seen that. It no, seems so like we've weird. Seen Finding Nemo. He, he assumes he's seen Finding Nemo, which probably wasn't out by this that point. It wasn't. <laughs> was it? it wasn't. It came out in two thousand three, I think. What? Is, I don't know. Is it new? Oh. Yeah, it's pretty new. Yeah. Guys, it's like twenty years old. What's <laughs> <laughs> so reaching? Nemo's like eighteen. <laughs> so um, I get annoyed when David like screams because he morphs. No, that makes sense. No, it doesn't. Yeah, but it was like he gave was, away their location. But that was part of the plot. Like, you guys were just talking about how, I don't like, care if it's part of the plot if it's stupid. It means it's a stupid plot. Hold on, hold on, I hate it when someone's like, shh, and someone's like, ah! Like, it's just... Hold on. That always just gets on my nerves. You guys were just natural. talking about how, like, they, they, they brought up how horrifying the morphing is in this book. Like, and you're like, yeah, why do they do that? Scream. But it's, it's for this. It's for this part. We're like... I mean, yeah, they just took, so that, they can that, justify Okay, fine. That. It's a good calling back, but I still didn't like it. That that yeah. didn't make it slightly more justified to me. I can see that. But, like, I think I think the point is that it's just like this kid's really really i was like man you, your life sucks <laughs> it, uh, his life does suck his parents are both aliens now i, I think that i think the justification that capital used to show is like she she's a good writer you know like she can write a book in like two days or whatever have stupid stuff but still make it like mostly reasonable yeah there was good stuff in this book like that's, that's why i didn't give it a like, thumb none down. of her books are bad i, I haven't given any of these don't thumbs down i have but anyway i still think she's a good writer um, Great writer, we should read some She's gotten awards books. for her books. Have any analyst books gotten awards? <laughs> I doubt it. The last one probably should have. 19 should have gotten an award. Um, I like this part where David's like freaking out and. And and he's not and he stops he stops morphing into a cockroach, but then the Jake and Cassie call him down and get him to do it. Uh, and Cassie does it by like saying, "Uh, Marco could do it, then you could. Aren't you as tough as Marco?" Uh, and then Marco's like, whoa, I didn't know she could, like, manipulate people like that. Yeah, I love that Cassie part. Yeah. That's cool. Cassie's so much better than she was in the earlier books. Yeah. And then, and then Marco has to be a butt about it, because David says, if he can do it, I can do it. And then Marco says, when you've kicked half the yerk butt I've kicked, you can talk, new boy. Like, at least Marco acknowledges that he was being dumb, so I guess that's okay. I'm glad nothing came from that, because then I would have yeah. been really annoyed if, like, that no, caused a conflict. Oh my god, if, like, David was like, you know what, and then... And then he morphed into the freaking rhino or whatever. Yeah. Mm. What, what animal? Did, did it say what? Didn't he get no, a big animal? Say. I think it's going to be a surprise. It said he went to the zoo. Yeah, okay. he's got a bunch of stuff. I Rachel to... downloaded a brochure off the internet. I went to the zoo and I saw an alligator. And then I went to the zoo and I saw an alligator and a butterfly. 
I went to the zoo and I saw an alligator and a butterfly and a crow. I went to the school and I saw an ass, a butt, <laughs> a cock, and a dick. <laughs> and with that, that's the end of the book, basically. I mean, they they, they escape. Oh, we're we gonna talk about like President Clutter. Yeah, the freaking President Clutter. He's President, on the Clutter. <laughs> President Clutter. I missed him. Finally, the return of President Clutter. <laughs> I'm glad they couldn't connect this to Air Force One. Yeah. <laughs> so the freaking President. They, is even, on the they ship. even name drop Air Force One in this book. <laughs> oh, you're right. Very clever. They so Bravo, Capital. They're Gage. on the. You know, we've kind of mentioned this. Freaking on the ship. Physics three is like, oh, I want to acquire his DNA. Then he acquired. Does he? Does he end up acquiring it before? It I don't remember. Goes out? I don't think it says. Wait, Maybe. I feel like it, he, it's implied that he does because he, then he just sends them piece. Yeah, you're back. right. You're right. Yeah, he does acquire. So he acquired, can I he, bring out how stupid that is? Like, dude, I love it. Instead of instead of having a yerk in the president, we're just gonna let the president go, and then I'm gonna be able to turn into the president for two hours at a time. <laughs> Instead of having a person actually be the president. Oh, I love it, though, because it shows how stupid Visit 3 was acquiring his DNA. He wanted to be able to morph the president. Of course! How could I be so stupid? Like, Visit 3 would ever let another Yurk take control of the most Man. powerful human on Earth? Visit 3 is single-handedly the reason why Earth is not already taken over right now. <laughs> Listen, that's the stuff I like from Visit 3. When Visit 3 is just so obsessed with keeping his power that it's his downfall, I like those moments a lot. It says a lot about our society. Um, the no, thing... I, Visitor 3 isn't scary when he does stupid stuff, though. I like I, scary Visitor 3. He was, yeah. I, 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 I'm like, oh, three immediately favorite. this um, is less threatening. <laughs> I like, okay, top three Visitor 3. Scary Visitor 3, Obsessed with Power Visitor 3, Skunk Smell Visitor 3. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's called Visitor 3. There's three different characters. I thought yeah. the most unrealistic part of this point is when four cockroaches crawled on some guy's legs and he didn't like... He didn't notice. He, he didn't notice at all. He was unconscious. Was he? Yeah, they used... They stunned him. They, he didn't... He didn't... Oh, he well. didn't they, they, set, they put him back on the helicopter and then sent the helicopter back out to go to the conference. The president didn't know any of that happened. Wasn't he standing? He was stunned. He wasn't oh, like okay. standing though? I No, but he was like... I, they just dragged him on. He was sitting in a chair. He was whatever. walking. I thought I said that he was like, walking. They saw his no, shoes. No, they were... I thought they said... They, no, they were, I, th- I thought that implied they were Maybe being I dragged. assumed he was walking... They I saw assume that when it was being dragged. Because he had that cut on his shoe. Do you think the president would just, like, walk onto the sh- alien ship Yeah, and people were them? freaking around him and they had with him handcuffed guns? or something. Yeah. With okay. guns, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm per- they, said he, they said he was stunned. He was did stunned. They? When did they? I'm fine with Maybe that Maybe it's like he was stunned by how good Visitor 3 looked. Uh, they have it, Axial. Force field was on, it killed the engines, they'll probably have stunned the humans on board. Oh, wow. I forgot about that. Okay. I forgot that that would actually matter. Anyway, Wait, but doesn't something have to be conscious for you to morph it or acquire it? No. Or no? It's just to be... Alive. Alive? Yeah. That's why they were gonna morph, um, whatever his name is, Eldershot the third. The third. Hewlett Eldershot. Yeah, it says, okay, he was being dragged. Okay, so that is no longer an issue. That makes sense then. I assumed it was a outstanding, breathing human being, and four cockroaches called on him, and he didn't notice. <laughs> so, uh, never mind then. Uh, so, and then at the end of this book, they, they get back under the helicopter as cockroaches, and then the- oh, Wait, no, the, what? What? I thought they got sh- launched out the, the No, chute. they go under the thing. They, they stand go. underneath the helicopter, 
At which point, the blade ship thing reopens, and the Animorphs are like, oops, we shouldn't have stood here, because they start falling into the sky. But they're not on the helicopter, are they? They're underneath the helicopter. Oh, I assume they've been on the floor underneath it. Yeah, they oh, are. Yeah, that's the thing I thought. I was like, how is no one looking... How does no one see them under the helicopter? They're like, they're like unmorphed for part of this. No, they're no not. One... They're still cockroaches. No, before the cockroaches. Yeah, before they're they're under the, uh, the helicopter. They're and like, just hiding It's just a really big... Like, under a helicopter? Is, you would see that. This is the heli- yeah. big this is the This is the book where they just hide under stuff, and it works every time. Rachel says, look over there. Hang on, so, so when it says under the helicopter, it means they're like on the helicopter underneath it? Because I assume they were on the floor under the helicopter. Yeah. And then they get flung out. Wait, yes. yeah, don't they get flung out? Like, I didn't not say they were on the helicopter. Oh, I thought you did. I said under. Hey, you cut off the under thing as in like touching it or under as in on the floor under it? Under On the floor under it. Okay. I thought you said they were they were like on the helicopter. No, they weren't like on the helicopter's like standy thingies. Okay. So it ends with them getting launched out the chute. Which I'm pretty sure, like another, they've already done. They've already fallen off of a off of a off of a ship while being bugs. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they have. That's why I was like, wait, why is this the cliffhanger? I know they're gonna survive. They've done this before. Don't cockroaches have wings? Oh yeah, Marco said the bad news is is that we're about two miles up in the air and we are plummeting to Earth. Two miles in the air. That's 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 for Megamorphs one. Well, why why doesn't someone just like dump a water bucket? Oh wait, what? Oh, Megamorphs one. Okay, I thought you meant here. Because, like, someone could just, like, dump a bucket of water out and then they could, like, swim up it. What? <laughs> Stop! <laughs> episode 3 called back. Wait, what? I, it was one, like, in episode 3. Oh, there was an invisible ship, by the way. There's an invisible ship. I don't know if you mentioned that. Doesn't oh, matter. yeah. It's the same thing from book 3. In, in book 3, yeah. Uh, what happens in book 3? We should have talked about that because it was so stupid. What? Oh, that seemed okay. Okay. The people in on the ground could not see the giant black square in the sky. No, no it was invisible, wasn't it? Was the, no, it was the square of the hatch opening. Oh, I assumed it was, like, small. It's not, it's not giant. Can, I thought it was they, big enough for a freaking helicopter to go in. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I, wasn't, I, I said the people on the ground, but I meant the people in the helicopter behind the helicopter. So it's in their blind spot. How would it be in their blind spot? It's, it's behind it's, them. Didn't say that in the book. Not the people in the helicopter. There are two helicopters, remember? One in front and one behind. They got to the one in front, and the one in behind Wait, didn't see it. Wait, I, I, think it's said, I think what? it said, like, what? oh, I, I don't think you can see it from behind, because it's invisible from behind. The plane is, but not the hatch. Oh, well... No, no, the hatch is in the front. So if you're behind, you can't see the... You don't see the hatch if you're in the front. How? It's like cloaking. Cloaking. Like, the hatch isn't just in the air in the back. It's only in the front. But the birds can see the hatch. Only from the front. You mean, like, it's at an angle? Like that? No, like, if you're behind, you can't see it. Like, if I was invisible except my tongue, if I was turning around... Like if it's oh. it's like cloaking. If I was, and if I was turning so, around, so yeah, the hatch is on the front, not on the bottom. Okay. So Maybe. how did still how did they not see that the helicopter was disappearing? Like I'm they could just... see the difference between the helicopter and the hologram, right? No, they're too dumb. It's advanced. It's, it's they don't advanced. have good they're bird eyes. The animals had bird eyes, so they could see it. Yeah, yeah. If you had, I think it didn't eyes. say that. Like, no, oh, I'm saying like with the helicopter was rising up, and then they put the freaking hologram down they're, there. They're very Did good. they not see the helicopter rising up while the hologram was there? They hologrammed the helicopter not rising up. <laughs> Gosh. Um. So stupid. Can you guys? What are your guys' predictions for the next book and for the book after that? Oh, um, no, David won't die in David? the next book. He'll die in the third book. Uh, one of them will be good, and then one of them will suck. Probably the third <laughs> one will be good, because uh, then they'll all be angsting about how much they didn't like David, but then he died. Mustard, what's your prediction? Uh, either this kid's gonna, like, die or quit or something, or he's gonna stay on the team. Wow. Very bold. I think in the next book, they're just gonna 
do some stupid hijinks, and then in the third book, it's gonna get real. Okay, I, I think I think there's not gonna be my prediction is that David is not gonna narrate any of the books. That that is my for sure prediction that I'll have. Either think, that or he'll narrate the next book, and that would be kind of interesting. I think. I think I'm gonna like the second book in the trilogy more than the third one. I think I think you guys assumed I, I, while reading this, I didn't assume that Capricorn was trying to paint David as a bad guy, but looking through like. The stuff it says, I get, I, that I think she is. You do? Back at what? It. Oh, I, don't, I still don't. I think David's painted as like the Animorphs. They're like, hey, join our team now, stupid idiot. And you know like, what? Yeah, he's not. I feel like the Animorphs are treating him unfairly. Yeah. Yeah, now that being natural has convinced me, I guess. I agree. Because, I mean, yeah, he's dressed. But anyway. I mean, like, on, I don't on, think he's done anything reasonable. He's just a little bit like you can't tell me what to do. Like, just because I'm new and because you saved me, like, just because my parents are dead doesn't mean you're. But at be the my same parents. time, but at the same time, like these are all like you know, like these are this is reasonable. This is reasonable from stressed. This is all, all reasonable actions from stress, like fourteen year olds. So, oh, yeah, no, I don't all, think like, the animorphs are acting. I don't think the animorphs are acting unrealistically. No, but they are being too. They're being mean. Yeah. I remember, I remember the kid was like, oh, Marco, you don't like me. I can tell when people don't like me because I'm a new kid always. My dad always moves because he's a spy. And I was like, what? No, Marco likes him, doesn't he? And Marco was like, oh, I don't like him. I was like, oh, okay. Okay, Marco. I seem um, to like him. Oh, yeah. Did we ever specifically mention that the dad works for the NSA? Yeah, I was just going to ask about that. So actually. I feel like the dad's going to be part of the plot, actually, from now oh, on. Oh, yeah, and he's a controller now. So. Yeah, and he's a controller. Anyway, that's th- that's this book. Yeah, I guess we already talked about the cover. Oh, we did? Oh, you're right, we did. I have no final thoughts. The book wasn't very good. The, the thing is, like, you know, I, you know, I like book 14 and book 12 more than this, a lot more. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I like the book. I don't blame you. Because this book took itself too seriously, I feel like, for it being such a stupid book. Mm-hmm. When the book's stupid and doesn't take itself seriously, that's a fun Yeah, read. this book took itself very seriously. This book wasn't, like, fun to read. Like when stupid stuff happens, it's just frustrating in this book. Yeah. Although some was silly, I guess some of it was silly, but not. I didn't laugh. But what did you laugh at? Oh, I wrote LOL in my notes. I wrote LOL once, once, and then I was like, oh wait, I didn't actually laugh though. I like wrote that in my notes. <laughs> hey, that sweatshirt was signed by Steve Young. Which time? Okay, by the way, who is when, Steve Young? When, when, a football player. When I, he was using that, that football, when he was using okay. that as an excuse for why is his sweatshirt so big? Okay. Like the second time it was. I think up. I laugh more when I'm listening to. The uh, audio book. Dude. Oh, so, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, if on. that gas reaches us, we'll not only go to the light, we'll be saying hello to all our dead relatives and explaining our impure thoughts to St. Peter, I cried. What? Asked, Axe asked. That, yeah, yeah that, I thought that was funny. I, did, I wrote giant WTF next to it. It, it starts with Axe because they're in the ship and Axe is like, well, go towards the light. Um, yeah. Oh, right, yeah. The, the light, actually. Go to the light. Yeah, I, I like that interaction a lot. I, I, I lulled at that. Huh. What do you think, Daisy? Oh, Daisy doesn't want to say anything. I'm Daisy. <laughs> Hi, right. I'm Daisy. <laughs> okay. Why did you say? Do you know that? why? Do you know why I said that? No. I I, uh, I I have the joke book now, so I I was like, oh, which joke did we read last? So I listened to the ending of the Mega Mouse Two book episode, and that we were like, hey, what do you think, Daisy? <laughs> or like, we made some joke that like Daisy from Mario is always in the podcast, but never says anything. Who narrates the next book? Axe. I mean, like, assuming no, it's, it follows uh, Jake. 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 When does Axe do something? Third. 
Third, really? It'll be 28. But, but, he just, but he just narrated book 18, oh, wait, so he has to alternate for total Act, Act, Alternate does all the ones that end with 8. Why are the two best narrators alternate? Because they're stupid. not relatable she can't, enough. She can't, uh, maybe they don't go just, to school. I think maybe it's too hard to write books for. It would be hard to write books for. It would for. be hard. Because you have to think about Andalite stuff and bird stuff. Bird stuff. I'm excited. Man, we have a new Tobias book. It's so close here. She's we having trouble books. writing in... Wait, hang on. She's having trouble writing in... Uh, okay. Putting herself in birds' shoes. So the Tobias Birds book... don't usually wear shoes, but some Unless when do. they have to stop, stop on cockroaches. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad the Tobias book is after this trilogy ends, because I don't want Tobias to be part of this dumb trilogy. What? Which is dumb so far, I mean. Okay. Maybe it gets way better. I don't know. You're, you're being mean to my child. I guess adding a new animal is pretty cool. Get it, ready. It makes sense. That, There's a uh, brand new animorph. Ma'am. I was just looking at the. I was just looking at the tagline for the next book's cover, and I don't know if we want to like save that for the next whatever. Like it's. I mean, it's on the cover, so. I'm reading it right now. The newest animorph has a secret, and it's not good. Dot 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 dot. Ooh, Jake has a very that's not good pose and face. <laughs> on yeah, cover. Let me see this. Point it toward me, please. I don't want to shake the bed. Wait a minute. Do I ha- <laughs> do I own that book? Right. Uh, Jake's face just looks the exact same, maybe. I read that as the no, treat. No, because I feel like I have one where he's turning into a dog. Maybe, maybe not. The treat. <laughs> That's a great cover. I like that cover a lot. Man, he hasn't turned into a dog in a long time. That's like the first thing he turned into. Yeah. The treat. Man, I'm excited <laughs> for that book. I like Jake. I haven't, I haven't read a Jake book in a long time. Speaking of Jake book, I mean joke book, what's the... Wait, we gotta yeah, sign off. The first. last time we Guys, read a Jake at, book. Don't look at the cover of book 22 because it's spoilers. The okay. last time we read a Jake book was There's like. A stupid tagline. Si- nine months ago was the last time we read a Jake so book. So should I just delete the cover on that one? Like I did um, with the well, you can, book? No, you can read it like after we've read book 22. No, but you have, no, he has them all downloaded already. Okay. No, I, I, I do I too, but I mean, they're all in a folder. You mean after I read book 21? Just don't, oh, just don't look at. Yeah, after you read book 21. Oh, okay. You can look at it before you read book 22. Oh, but okay. At, not until after you read book 13. When is Book Bajor Chronicles? Um, after book 22. Oh, really? Cool. Mm-hmm. So, oh, so that's about the trilogy, and then we have the new Tobias book? Yep. Cool. Did we not read Hork Bajor anything in Chronicles? No, we only read Anna Chronicles. I'm excited about Book Chronicles. Is Anna Chronicles done? Yeah, yes, there's one Chronicles book of each character. Oh, okay. Or is there, man, we're going to get to your Chronicles, probably, maybe, if... The, no. I, 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 know there's an, no. I know there's an Elemis Chronicles. Yeah. What? Oh, my gosh. What? That's kind of a spoiler. I didn't know that. Oh, there is... There, it's not a spoiler. It's fine. There's Vizzer. Oh, yeah, Vizzer. technically a Chronicles on book. I guess it's still your Chronicles, but it's called, it's called Vizzer. That's cool. I want to read that. I mean, I hope the other Chronicles books are as good as the Anne Chronicles. What, what's the Although, book? I didn't like Anne Chronicles that much while reading it, but looking back, it's not for a little while until we get to Vizier. But okay. what's the book where they became became taxons and it was all from Elfangor's point of view? That's the Andalite Chronicles. The, I like that one. Oh, you do? Yeah, that was one of my, one of my favorites. That's my favorite. Whoa! I have it in person. Do I, I own it. this? Yes, that's what I own it. This is a good book to own. That's yeah, it is. That's why I bought it. Look at the flip book. Look at the flippy. It's hard because you can't yeah, really see all the way to the left. Okay, we should end this episode now. Yes, let's end the episode. Okay, that was. Join us next time for book 21 in like several months when the next episode uploads or whatever. <sighs> Hopefully we'll have a more regular schedule soon. Uh, I think once every two months. <laughs> I, oh my gosh. I mean, uh, we haven't uploaded in uh, since... March, which oh, was two months ago, covers. and the upload was Elmorph One. 
the last actual animal thing yeah, we did. Oh my gosh, we didn't look, we didn't upload since book nine, which was almost a year ago. Wow. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. I need to start I, I plan on editing these again very soon. Like as soon as Why haven't you already started editing? No, it's okay. It's okay. Let's be nice things. to him. Like Marco needs to be nice to David, okay? okay. I'm not too concerned about Can these. Can we do being this uploaded. stupid joke? Yes, okay. First we sign off. I'm so hungry. Bye bye. You're not. You're be natural. Yeah, you stupid, dumb. God, can't even get your name wrong. Got that wrong again. You can't even get your. Why did you put this snake girl in the chat? That's Marco. Because that's Marco. Oh, I didn't get that. Where is it? Oh, in images. Uh, okay. Uh, wait. Do we sign off? Sign off. No. Yeah, we did. I'm be natural. I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. I mean mustard. It's not the correct order. Oh wait. Oh, you're right. I'm be natural. I'm better. I'm mustard. I'm stir. Okay. Oh, joke time, man! I'm so excited. We missed the joke last time. Yeah, get out your keys to open up your joke safe. <laughs> We're incompetent. Oh, dude. Why do chickens? I mean, what is that? Some of us might poop our pants at school, <laughs> get embarrassed, and get over it. But Jessie pooped her way through twenty-five years of life with one embarrassment after the next. Poop that away. is a lot of poop. <laughs> this is a poop. We laugh at poop podcast. It's a funny play video. What's the video called again? Um, it's like Jesse's deep backstory. Team Rocket Jesse's tragic backstory with tragic and all caps. What part in the video? Well, never mind. Why do chickens get good jobs? Because, because they... they have sex with their bosses. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it an egg pawn? Like they do excellent work. They do work. excellent work. That's close. They do extraordinary work. The egg is not on an adjective. They they do oh. an, they do they they do extra. They, they work eggs overtime. They they do they, they exceed they exceed it's they a, exceed it, expectations. Okay, it's it's a noun describing the chickens. They are what, a noun. They're yeah. excellent. A workers. noun. Excellence. That's no. not a noun. It's a noun. Excellence. They're egg excellence. They it, does it have egg in it? Yes, it does. It has eggs in it. Egg. Uh, and why they get good why jobs? Why do chickens get good jobs? Good jobs? Egg. Regs which syllable egg. is which number <laughs> syllable is the egg in? Which syllable? No, stop it, sir. Regs, regs, you They have good regs. <laughs> 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 they have to put egg in all caps just to be able to tell what that is. Well, actually, this there's eggs and then a dash. Eggs. Uh, eggs. It's eggs. <laughs> because eggs, of eggs exterminate. Eggs. No. They they are eggs. <laughs> eggs. Eggs. They're having eggs existential crisis. Eggs Benedict. Extreme. What's the eggs bandage? Why do I see that so much and I still have it's, no it's idea what it is? It's just a type of food. I was Look referencing it up, FNAF. Then. It all seems like a reference to something. I was referencing FNAF. When I How it. could you possibly be referencing FNAF with eggs bandage? FNAF five. Oh, okay. Well, sure. They egg. They are eggs. Hyphen something, <laughs> right? Because they are they apostrophe i. Because eggs dash. Eggs. It's extreme. And there's five more letters in the exclamation point. They're exact. They're Actually, ex I shouldn't say how many letters I have. That would be confusing because it's like not spelled like a normal word. Oh, no. Oh, okay. They, uh... well, cause I'll say it's, it's, it's two syllables, the word eggs, and then one more syllable. 
This is getting complicated. <laughs> yeah, it's probably, exciting. It's probably more complicated than it exciting. Would have been exact. Ex- like, just don't no, guys, it's, a, it's, it's a, a noun. It's a noun. They have experience. <laughs> that would make sense. That's kind of close. Expertise. Expertise. They're experts. Yes, I was oh like, I was so gosh. mad at you for not. Wait a minute, experts is a perts is only one syllable. Yeah, that's why, yeah, that's why I said. You said two he syllables. He said two syllables total. I said two syllables total, and I said oh. there's eggs in the one more syllable. Oh, okay. So they get good jobs because they're experts in their field. It just says because they're experts. <laughs> they could have come up with something better for that. They needed a better f- first line for that. Well, yeah, all the things we came up with were better. You guys. <laughs> There's one more joke in the first section of this joke book. Okay. How um, fitting that we'll be returning to, to it um, in the trilogy of the... Well, it'll be at the end. Well, the... Uh, I haven't said what the second section of this book is, but it'll be a surprise. Print. Fun. A, a big change is coming up with this joke book. <laughs> Jesse pooped her way through Okay, bye. <laughs> So you want me to react to some Animorphs titles? Yeah, you're reading the you were reading the Animorphs titles, and so I thought like might as well let's record your reactions to them because that'll be fun. To look no, back I think on. I, don't, I don't even worry about spoilers, but some of these seem kind of spoilery. Like uh, I told you, I told you, you said some of these seem kind of spoilery, and I said, trust me, they are not. <laughs> the experiment, huh? That see, that seems like a spoiler because like oh, there's an experiment involved. It is not. It is not. A spoiler. And then the the sickness, which that could mean anything. So Elfin goes secret, then the reunion, which is what makes me think it's a spoiler. I honestly have no idea what happens in that book. I do not remember what that book is. The reunion? Yeah, I don't remember what that refers to. Maybe it's like Tobias reuniting with his hawk lover who died in book three. Yeah, it could be anything. The conspiracy, that could mean anything. Cowspiracy. The separation. Uh, I just remember, okay, what the separation refers to is really, is like the silliest thing it could possibly refer to, so that's pretty funny. What, does like Axe cut someone's hand off or something? <laughs> Almost. He cuts his freaking wiener off? But <laughs> it has to be somehow the plot. Get circumcised. It has to be somehow the plot of a whole book. <laughs> is the plot Marco circumcision? <laughs> <laughs> the plot of the separation is that is that actually true yes wait oh my gosh that's what happens i don't know if that i don't i, I feel that is not a spoiler <laughs> well now i gotta look forward to the stupid starfish book yeah and there it there. <laughs> that's ghost written, I assume. No, 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 no. That is the only book that is not ghost written after twenty five, except for the last two books. And so the, 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 Applegate the, came back to write that book and only that book until the last two books. I mean, it's a very ambitious idea. Um, the illusion. That sounds fun. Maybe there's like elements involved. The prophecy, that sounds even more fun. Maybe there's more elements involved. 
<laughs> Even um, double the elements, double the fun. The weakness, the arrival. Have you seen the movie Arrival? Oh, by the way, by the way, K.A. Applegate did write 26. So Ghost 25 was ghostwritten. K.A. Applegate wrote 26. And then it looks like all the books until the last two were then ghostwritten. Except for The Separation, because K.A. Applegate really wanted to write that one, I guess. Where were you? Uh, Back to Before is Megan Morse. Back to Before is a silly title. It is? Why? I mean, it's like, what else would you go back to if not before? Like that, <laughs> that literally means as little as... That is the least specific word you could possibly put after back to. You're right. The familiar, the journey, the test, the unexpected. These titles suck. Oh boy, the unexpected certainly is unexpected. I don't want to spoil it. That one's another spoilers, I guess. Not, It's not really a spoiler. But I will spoil the fact that it's an inconsequential book and the title is uh, appropriate, you know, but it's a bad book, in my opinion. Like The Secret and The Unknown. Yeah, yes, it's a lot like The Secret. I will say that. Oh, and it's a freaking other Cassie book, isn't it? I mean, unless they change the things. Cassie just get t- can't handle all the terrible books. It's sad. Man, poor Cassie. She just can't get a break from having horrible books. Except for 19 was good. 19 was fantastic. And I, I like the, the other stupid ones that Cassie writes, but they're not, like, good. Also, both of the Alternomorphs books are ghostwritten. Wait, really? Those are ghostwritten? Why, oh, man. I was hoping this wouldn't be ghostwritten. Well, now I know they're going to be bad. And you know what sucks? They're going to be the first choose your own adventure, like, actual physical book I've ever read. I feel like I might must have read one, at least one choose your own adventure book when I was a kid. Like, an actual choose your own adventure book. Yeah, I've definitely like seen them, and I, I like like one of my friends was reading one. I was like, "Oh, that seems really cool. I want to read one of those." And I don't think I don't think like my library at school like had any, so I never like was able to read one. Okay, so this Wikipedia page right here says Applegate originally intended to write every Animorphs book herself. However, due to many contributing factors such as the birth of her child and the difficulties involved in writing Everworld, she ended up having a large number of books ghostwritten. That's just it. Just says that at the end of the Wikipedia page. It doesn't have a citation, so who knows. Maybe Capricorn wrote that herself. You know, this would probably page. be this would probably be easy to figure out to find out because Capricorn seems like a pretty open person online. Right. So, I mean, yeah, I'm making this with a fan on. I didn't feel like shutting the fan off. <laughs> I don't think this is going to be a significant. I'll probably just stick this at the end of episode twenty or something. Yeah, what what is this? We're just going through and reading the titles. Do you want to join? I'm pretty much done now. What do you think of these titles? Titles that are iconic. Okay, bye. Get out of here. <laughs> well, he doesn't have anything to say about the specific titles. Animorphs. You got the the morphing pictures, and you got the titles. It's the whatever. I don't think people know Animorphs for the titles. No, they don't. Because they're so generic, you assume that like you know. Yeah, they're so generic. Well, because the titles are right next to those horrible pictures of the kids turning into animals. So, what? Which one are you gonna notice? I assume you have anything else to say. Mm-mm. Bye then. Bye.